Yes, sir. We back. Three man breakdown. This your boy Rex Dylan. I'm hearing my niggas Jay yes, Kimball. Sir. Yes, sir. What up, fellas? We back. Building for another week. Or twenty five. Twenty five. We breezing. We get up there. Damn, twenty five though. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> what we got for y'all? Another mock drive. From one number one to twenty five, we got a mock drive for y'all. Yes, we sir. talk about the stack twenty twenty one class that we've been raving about, like basically all year. And we're going to get into that at the back end of the episode. But let's just talk about the news. It was kind of exciting week. Players getting to it. And let's let's start off with Jason Tatum, man. Because he had a special performance, 60 points tied in the franchise record and for the Boston Celtics. And he was doing it while they was down 32 against oh the San Antonio Spurs. That's tough. I'm mad I ain't watch the game, bro. <laughs> yeah, it worked. Either, but I did catch the highlights, and that nigga was doing that. Oh, getting, like, he yeah. getting whatever he wanted. Because I remember, like, there was – I was looking at, like, the box score. They was down 30 in the second quarter. And I'm like – I'm just laughing, like, yo, these niggas' eyes. Like, Celtics <laughs> o- they always, like, do good something good for, like, a couple of games, and then they just get blown out to, like, a random-ass team. Because I saw, like, last – it was, like, last week or, like, two weeks ago. They got blown out to oh, – they lost to OKC. And you know OKC just been tanking over the past couple of weeks. Yeah. But Tatum went off. I think he scored, like, the first 12 points for the team to start off. And then he was just getting busy. <laughs> he was getting busy. Very tough. And another time uh, – last night we had a duel with Giannis and KD. And I was watching that game. We need a seven-game series with the Bucks and Six. I not Bucks and Sixes with the Bucks and Nets. I feel like that'll be a fun ass series. Just watching them too go at it. I got a question for you. What? Who you got? Uh, I'm still gonna go in Nets right now. But okay. I feel like if any team could beat the Bucks, I ain't beat the Nets. It'll be the Bucks. So I feel like I just like the matchup that Drew Holiday brings uh-huh. on like Kyrie because he played like great defense on Kyrie. But we all know Kyrie's gonna get his buckets because that nigga is Kyrie. Yeah. But as long as you could limit Kyrie to like shooting like less efficient than what he is, and just like causing havoc and making him like work, then I feel like that's really good. And there's no better player in the league than Drew Holiday at that. Yeah, in my opinion. Yeah. And also, like, if you guys watch that game, Giannis was giving DJ the business. <laughs> <laughs> as, as we, you know, we've been talking about, and like his jump, Especially his jump bro. shot was on yesterday. On yesterday, so we don't he, know he like, like four, how. Right? I don't know how much he ended up hitting, but, like, he was hitting, like, a lot of, like, mid-range shots. I see him. He was operating a lot, like, out of the mid-post and also, like, still hitting threes and stuff. But, like, if Giannis brings that in a series against these niggas, he's not going to drop 49 every game. But, like, if he played, like, somewhat what he did, I feel like it's just a good recipe for them to win. Yeah. And also, KD was just, again, effortless buckets. <laughs> but Giannis yeah. did block KD's shots, so that was tough to see. And that was a nice little shootout. Yeah, that was a fun ass duel. And we gotta talk about another. Let's talk about a young player that was getting buckets, Kevin Porter Jr. Shout out oh my to God. KPJ. <laughs> Got 50 points and 11 assists. Very for the Houston Rockets. Who that sound like? It was calling him baby Harden, and it's that nigga's tough. I think I saw like uh, on Instagram. Like, his career high in college was, like, 17 points or some shit. Yeah, that's crazy. I, I did see that right. shit, too. 
And it's like good to see. I don't know what Cleveland was thinking, to be honest, nigga. I don't give a fuck oh, how much of a cancer he was. But like, <laughs> at the end of the day, it's a Cavs. Look at all the talent on the roster, nigga. We should have just played one-on-one. Whoever yeah. can beat Kevin Porter Jr. one-on-one, stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> no matter who that you beat with. That I. Yeah. Like, <laughs> That's funny as fuck. Then they, they took like Torian Prince's locker. They gave oh, yeah, it was Torian Prince. Yeah, yeah, like what? Like fuck. That's disrespectful in the Cavs. You got niggas like Dean Wade honest. on the locker. Yo, you that guys wait, hold up. You guys saw that the Cavs signed Anderson Verja. Yeah, I just, oh yeah. yeah. I I like, like, oh, what the fuck shit. are they doing? For what? Yeah, not that ass though. They probably gonna retire that nigga jersey because he was get some there. Sound effects on this podcast, bro. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> we get some sound effects on this podcast. Oh. <laughs> so live, like uh, some drops, nigga. We need those. Oh yeah, now nah, that'll be tough. That might have to be in the works very soon. Yes, oh yes, sir. But going back to KPJ, what y'all think his like ceiling is? The ceiling could very much be like Harden because he's already shown flashes of doing that. It's just the consistency. Of- in that shot, also, it's a little scary. That shit is like not scary, but it's not consistent at all. He's very streaky. Yeah, I want to. I'm gonna look up. Uh, what's he shooting on the preseason? Yeah, he definitely do show flash, especially like on the ball. Like as like with his handle is especially like I feel like for his shooting guard, like he's really impressive, and he yeah, can feel, playmake too. Yeah, I was about to say his playmaking like underrated because I feel like if you just think about him, you wouldn't. He's averaging six assists. Yeah, that's tough. Right yeah. If, yeah. When his play stop, you think like he's like a shot, like a shot. How's it? Like he's like a holding on the ball and shit. Like he's just like only looking for a shot. Yeah. He got that step back down, even though he's a, still a streaky shooter. I'm looking at his percentages right now. He's shooting 42 from the field and 31% from three on six attempts. So that'll just really be like the major improvement that he needs to take because. Say if he even gets that shit to, like, 38%. That's, like, good, yeah. especially, like, on six attempts and shit. And he's already averaging, like, 17 points as a second-year player, giving you six dimes. Yeah, that's so, very tough. As long as he just keeps his head straight and everything, everything goes good for him. He has a good-ass situation for Houston for, like, him to, like, build and get yeah. reps. Just stay out of trouble, yeah, that's fair. Yeah. And if they get number one pick, <laughs> we're going to talk about that later. <laughs> Things could change. Wait, what the fuck? His real name, Brian? Really? It is? I'm on uh, basketball reference right now. It says Brian Kevin Porter Jr. <laughs> oh, I, mean, I don't want to be called Brian either. <laughs> I didn't even know that. <laughs> Word, me neither. Another Wardell situation. <laughs> yeah, or Walter. <laughs> or, Walter or Glenn. <laughs> Glenn Rivers. <laughs> nah. Nah, that, was, that was mad unexpected. Word. But moving from one Porter Jr. to another Porter Jr., Michael Porter Jr. has been balling. Oh, D. The Nuggets been rolling, and ever since Jamal Murray went out, they've been 9-1. Michael Porter Jr., since that time, is giving you 26 points, 7 rebounds, 2 assists on 57, 51, and 83. <clears throat> <clears throat> My God. <laughs> that's, that's video game like. <laughs> that's different. I know that's only 10 games, but if we look at his season averages, he's shooting 54% from the field and 44% from three. So that nigga, he's like that, Michael Porter Jr. Yeah. All right. And I felt like he always, like, is that second best player. Like, say, if the Nuggets, the best version of the Nuggets is going to be at Michael Porter Jr. at second best player, Jamal Murray third. Mm. 
I can never see that because especially his high, like his uh size and like his scoring ability too. And just the way like he just like his presence on the court, you definitely see that he definitely could be like that type of second guy. Yeah. And he's like yeah. a real threat offensively. Yeah, he's grown as a playmaker. I not a playmaker as a defender. And sure. the shooting is already there. He's already a lights out shooter shooting 44% from the field. 6'10, not and he has a high release. Not too many people could block his shot. Sure. So I feel like it's not a blessing. Well, it's just like kind of like a blessing in disguise that he's kind of like getting this uh, opportunity for him to really like grow into this role. Even though you mm-hmm. hate to see like injuries happen, like what happened to Jamal Murray, but sure. I feel like in the long run, they already starting to yeah. they already starting to see like what's really gonna happen. I got a question: Do you think they start to shop Jamal Murray around, or do they keep him? Nah, they definitely should keep him. Cause I feel like him as a third guy it would be perfect for him. Cause the one thing with Jamal Murray you always questioned was like his consistency. Consistency. Yeah. So yeah. if you have him as basically like the third best player, that's still like a good ass team. Yeah. That's a championship team right there. Yeah. The Nuggets. Cause if the Nuggets was healthy with Jamal Murray right now, the way the Lakers is playing, we go talk about that. They right up there with the favorites. They're making it to the finals in the out the out the West. Like this, their best chance. Jokic is basically MVP this season. And Aaron Gordon been well, right? Yeah, he's been solid for them so far. And you got, like, that's the defender that makes up, like, the Jeremy, Jeremy Grant mm. leaving and shit. So, yeah, like when you're balling. It's good to Word. see that. Yeah. Glad to see he stepped up and fell in the road nicely. He looking good. Yeah. I know teams still kicking themselves. So. I don't that's, know why they are. Yeah, going Come back on. to that, I, I remember watching the drive. Because I remember the Clippers had, like, back-to-back picks. I thought the Knicks should have got him or the Bulls should have got him. But, like, after that, after a while, I'm like, damn, this nigga's still dropping. Clippers had back-to-back picks and still yeah. didn't pick him. Because they picked Shea, and I think they picked Miles Bridges, and then they'll trade him to the Hornets. But, it's crazy, man. Yeah. So he landed in a perfect situation. Yeah. Because he's a good cutter. So him playing off Jokic, the best big man passer of all time. Match made in heaven. <laughs> Match <laughs> made in heaven, fellas. Yeah. yeah, that's different, bro. Yeah. And we got two returns. The most exciting rookie. The most electrifying rookie. Melo Ball is back. Throwing one of the best passes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Y'all saw that under school? Yeah, I saw that. That was a dot. That's some team marriage. Nigga threw Nigga some really ball shit. <laughs> <laughs> that's so difficult. Yeah. Only person, only people that really like have done that was Milo Teodosic. Y'all remember him? He was on the Clippers. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He used to be doing that shit overseas all the time. But other than that, niggas had to dig up footage of fucking <laughs> Pistol Pete. <laughs> Where for hella decades ago, though? Like early. That's Pistol 1970s, but niggas don't know about Pistol Pete, though. Because right, yeah, right, yeah. that nigga's the best college scorer of all time. Nigga averaged 44 points and no three point line. <laughs> yeah, Reggie's right, talking about it, bro. And he was probably he was like if you look at like his highlights if you could find anything he was still pulling from deep too yeah, so imagine yeah. if he had a three point line that's oh, fifty right there yeah. at least yeah Reggie's he's always told me about that and he was like way younger I was like yeah, he was tough like that niggas like he was shooting threes with no three point line <laughs> I was like hey yo that's all word yeah that's tough but Lamelo is back so you know the Hornets are back to being must watch. Mm-hmm. And is he back on the radar for rookie of the year? Did Ant Edwards take that from him or what? Uh, I got to see how much games he played to really be honest. Cause I wanted to ask that question too. 
Shit. He's played 43 games this season. There's 72. Yeah. That's a solid amount. And there's about like seven or eight games left. Mm. So I feel like to People me, I've seen enough of them. Yeah. To me, if I'm voting, I think I'm still voting for LaMelo because, like, as good as Ed Edwards been, he wasn't, he was struggling as a late, like, in the beginning of the season. And uh-huh. it took him, like, a little while to get on. But, like, LaMelo's kind of been more consistent all year round. And I feel like, I think Tyrese Halliburton might be second for me. Really? Yeah. Mm. Okay, talk about it. Talk about it. He's been consistent all season. Yeah, he's been consistent all season. And I feel like it's just – you just have to watch him play. Like, his impact, like, he just makes his teammates better. And he's, like, been so good defensively all year around Tyrese Halliburton. But he's not going to get, like – he gets credit from, like, some people. But, like, if you're just a casual fan, you probably don't know about like Tyrese Halliburton as you would at Ant Edwards and stuff and LaMelo yes. Ball. Yeah. You see him on like the highlight reel. La- yeah. But like if you just watched like if you just watched Tyrese Halliburton play, you know that the guy could play my nigga. He's a hooper. Yeah. yeah. I saw a tweet a couple of days ago. It was like, it's no coincidence that Tyrese Halliburton is always in the right place at the right time. And, like every game. Yeah, and that's rare for like a rookie too. Yeah. And if you look at his numbers, he's giving you 13 points, three rebounds, five assists on 47, 41, and 86. Yeah, he's really shooting, like, exactly, like, him coming out of high school. I mean, college, like, because people did question his three-point, right? I, I think people were kind of questioning is, like, how good he was going to shoot from three. Yeah, because like, that form was, yeah, cause yeah. form was, like, a little funky. Yeah. Where, and he's, like, barely jumping and shit, but, like, it's been working so far, so. Yeah, and he's also been doing that only starting 20 games. Yeah. I saw it. Very solid. But I was two for them for the future. Uh yeah. I think Buddy Hill. Buddy Hill's on. Yeah. Yeah. They the, the Kings probably just didn't have find anybody that was like worth trading for Buddy. That's my guess, because I don't know why he's probably still on roster. Yeah. Because there's been like a lot, especially like mid like early on and shit. Like and him his his uh contract situation that he had and shit like that. Yeah. Let me give my credit to Buddy Hill, though, because he is one of the best shooters that we got. Yeah. I mean, nah, he, he, probably, he, he got the case of being top three. Because if we also look at like, the past, like, two or three years for, like, uh, makes in a season, Buddy Hill is, like, always up there. Yeah, he's but, consistent. Consistent. Yeah. Yeah. It's just that the Kings is ass, so nobody, like, really watching about <laughs> it and talking about it. Yeah. Like, if he was playing on, like, a contending team, I feel like he'll get, like, more credit as a shooter. Yeah. But he's also, like, kind of this season, he's been, like, a little bit inconsistent. Like, he just – yeah, it's, he's kind of been, like, more inconsistent. Even though he's still shooting 39%, but you still see, like, games where he's not all there all the way. But shout out to Buddy. Oh, yeah. Uh, LeBron back. We going to talk about the Lakers in a little bit, but <laughs> yeah, you, got any, you got anything else you want to talk about? Um. I want to talk about like Colin Sexton. Like I've been seeing like a lot. They were talking about like how like again I think it was this is happening like before. I think like a while ago I think I'm mean, seeing this like but it's happened again. Like the Cavs players like come out to talking about like he's like a ball hog and like like other opposing like players are just telling the Cavs and he's like you know he's not gonna pass you the ball and shit on defense and shit like that while they're playing B and like y'all think that's like people were saying that's like hate like the players just come out and say that or whatever or it's, like y'all think it's like that's a real alarming issue like I think that's a thing for him. Uh, Colin Sexton passing. Well, as a point guard, we know he not. Well, he basically like the two now at Darius Garland, but he still has the ball a lot. We know he not a pass for his guy, so I kind of see, like, where his teammates probably coming from. 
But yeah, Colin Sexton is a good player, though. Yeah. But why does he always get that hate, though? Like, yeah, because I remember I, his rookie year, I think J.R. Yeah. Smith and like all his teammates are saying that, oh, he can't play and all that. Nah, you know, that's insane to play about. Or that's insane to say about somebody who of, just came into the league. Like, out of all people, J.R. Smith. I think it was ultimately like, nigga, like, come on, bro. Yeah, nah, I feel like some of that is like, hate like, on Smith. like, that's just crazy to say. Like, and then he come out and actually be able to hoop. So I'm like confused as to why they were saying that in the first place. Yeah, that's just what I saw. I was like, weird, like, damn. Like, but like, who else is like, honestly, who else is going to score on the Cavs and shit? Like, <laughs> like, I don't, really, like I don't get it. Like, they just want you like, to be in Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I took it out, like, niggas, like, maybe, like, niggas might be hating or, like, it might be a trend, like, that way. Because I feel like who, like, aside from Darius Garland or something, like, who really is going to, like, going to take over the ball and score like that? Nobody. <laughs> <laughs> Does it matter? <laughs> <laughs> Yo. Nah, shout out to Darius Garland though, because he's kind of having. Nah, a he break. actually he's having a, like a, one of like the most sneaky uh, second year players this year. But then he a candidate for most improved or nah? No, he not winning it with uh, what's it called over like Julius or all those. Oh yeah, oh yeah, definitely not Julius Randle. He definitely got that. But he bag. definitely improved from like last year. Right. But, like last year, I kind of gave him like more slack because he only played how many games at Vanderbilt. So he was basically just coming off injury and like yeah, you know, basically like yeah, kind of like throwing it to the like, fire. Like four or five. Yeah, it was only like four. Yeah, because I remember uh, when the Lakers got the like their draft pick and shit. I remember I was like, I if we kept our draft pick, I wanted us to pick him. And it looked like y'all was gonna pick him because he started yeah. the clutch and everything. I thought y'all had him. Yeah, but we got AD. <laughs> <laughs> so fuck it. Yeah, it came out of it. But now nah, Darius Garland is tough. He giving you this season. He's giving you eighteen points and six assists. He's growing as a playmaker. Also showing thirty nine percent from three. So well, that's tough. A building block right there. I just feel like long term, there's just like there's a ceiling on like this backcourt. Like yeah, that's Harris Garland and Colin Sexton. I feel like it's just gonna come a point in time you have to trade them because yeah, we already see like how it works out with like the Dame and CJ and shit. And like if they ever go into like playoff series, it's always gonna be like a mismatch with them too. If they ever get there, yeah, yeah. they got to get there first. And then you add on Colin Sexton is on the sides for at least playing anywhere. Yeah, so it's gonna be tough for them in that aspect. You still talking about second year players that's been doing uh, doing good? You got any more? Uh, Darius Baisley. Darius Baisley. Yeah, even. I feel like he kind of dis- I feel like I expected like a little bit more from him this season, Darius basically. He's coming off an injury, but like ever since he came back from his injury, he's been hooping. Because he's giving you 13 or 7 a game, but his percentages is. Y'all me read that? <laughs> yeah, let read that up. <laughs> no, nah, don't even read it. I'm looking 41% <laughs> for the field. <laughs> what? 41% oh, for the 41. field. As a power Damn. forward. Damn. 29 from three. And 68 from the free throw line. Yeah, that's, that's not cutting it. Damn. He came out of high school, didn't he? Yeah, he came. Because uh, he took that year off, right? Yeah, he, oh, yeah, he was like the intern. Get, see, that yeah, he, he did sign with uh, New Balance. Because he was go- supposed to go to Syracuse. Yep. Damn. <laughs> ain't going to get nobody for a while. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, I didn't know his shit was that bad, though. Yeah, I expect him like his percentages gotta get better. Cause last year he shot thirty nine percent, but he was just a rookie. So, shit, shout out to R J Barrett, cause I always want to give my nigga R J some love. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, Lucy, yeah, shout out to R J Barrett, nigga Rowan. Call him the next Andrew Wiggins and shit. I got niggas just treating him like that. <laughs> yeah. some respect on my nigga R J Nee. Yeah. You gonna say that every week on a pod, so nigga get it. <laughs> uh, you got anything else, Kimbo? Um, what you gonna call it? Y'all peeped the Vanessa Bryant? Like, I seen that little thing they got going. Oh, with yeah. the Mama See the merch. I, I, yeah, I like everybody's coming it. up. I just didn't see any of the merch. Is it fire or what? Oh, yeah, it's time. Yeah, that's the fuck. Yeah, I'll show you right now. Yeah. yeah, a lot of the guys are coming out, like in the sweatsuits and shit yeah. like that. The, I saw uh, players on the Warriors is uh, rocking it and shit, like Curry yeah. and all them. That's hard. Yeah, like all I the big, all the niggas right were. You go like scroll through and shit. Okay, like that shit place. clean. I looked at that shit the other day. Sold out. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah, I suspect. And they about to start like the, I guess, like the Mamba brand and shit. That's hard. Well, I, I guess they're trying to. I don't know if it's like official for that. I know the Mamba Cedar John is official, but yeah, I don't know about the shoes and shit. That's hard. Yeah, I wonder what's gonna happen with the shoes. Cause I remember they did mention that's their plan. It's to like it's a like branch like get like get like leave Nike or whatever, which I think they did, or they this they're emerging to leave Nike or set to leave Nike, and then they're gonna start their own shoe. The only issue I have with that is that the Nike Kobe shoes we know for a fact he had a hand in making those. I don't know if I could rock some Kobe's that he didn't have a hand in making. Like he like. As far as basketball shoes goes, the way is, like all the shoes look now, like the low tops, even like the direction that Converse is going in, that's all based off a, a style that Kobe brought to basketball shoes. So if you're not having that direction and that outlook on shoes, like I don't, I'm not trying to be an asshole, but I don't really want to rock it if Kobe ain't touching. I, I feel like I'm going to just wait and see. I don't know what's like next to come with all that. Yeah, I know. I think she was talking about like how she was. I think she was like kind of like, don't quote me on this, but I think she was like kind of upset, like how like some of the releases and shit, like because like so many people want like Kobe's and shit, but like Nike's only like dropping like so many at a time, you know. I I can agree with that, yeah. I think I saw her talking about like how like there's like so many Kobe fans trying to get like his shoes, but like they just sell out and oh, yeah, sellers and all that, yeah, that's the shit, reselling those niggas. Damn, niggas really ruin everything. <laughs> the ones, bro. Oh, no, nah, you, you don't say niggas ruin everything. Don't you? We, oh, yeah. We know. <laughs> oh. yeah. Yeah. Uh, big brother ruins everything. <laughs> He's a big brother. He's a big brother ruins everything. Talk about it. Right, <laughs> we gotta move on. When niggas get in trouble. <laughs> All right, let's go. What's next? Uh. I think the Clippers got I know the Clippers. The Suns having the number one seed now. Right. We've been praising Chris Paul a lot on this podcast for like the MVP conversations. But niggas need to relax. Like he really not he not fucking with Yogic winning that. Yeah. Yeah. No, well, yeah no, especially I'm since he went down. There's been people like the media and shit trying to like push like the narrative of Chris Paul. Like, ever since they got like the number one seed now. They trying to push the narrative more and more for like Chris Paul being in an MVP conversation or really just having a, like a conversation right now. There's no conversation, fellas. 
<laughs> number one is already settled. Uh, yeah. It's Nikola Jokic. He's having yeah. one of the best. He's having the best season from the center since Shaquille O'Neal. I had to switch over, bro. <laughs> what do you say? I had to switch from. Uh, I switched my pick. Well, from NBA. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, it's all right. Don't they two like phenomenal players that dominate yeah. in different ways? But because like yeah, because like since seeing like the one Jamal Murray went down, I just seen like how good they've been and shit. Like I'm like damn, I'm like Jokic really just on one. Like he ain't just not he's not stopping. Like so I'm like damn, this nigga really is that nigga, bro. And I feel like his defense isn't as bad as like people would say out to me. Yeah, he yeah he does give like he's not like how I see this because you, you know he's like Isaiah Thomas. Yeah, like he be involved. Or whatever. You know how I say Thomas. Like, yeah, like, yeah. Like, we used to be, <laughs> we used to be um, like, trying to violate him like that. But nah. Sure, I don't want to, damn, I don't, nah, let's not bring up Isaiah Thomas. I'm not yeah. trying to violate him, because I feel like I always do. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, shout out to Isaiah Thomas. We always hate him. <laughs> <laughs> hey, ass niggas, yo. <laughs> we just telling niggas the bar and shit. Yeah. Damn, uh, that's cool. I don't niggas probably hate me, because... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jamal Crawford. Jamal Crawford, I said Thomas. Girl. Nah, he was just praising uh, Kevin Porter. So yeah, yeah you good. You good in the head. Wasn't Mike <laughs> in Seattle or some shit? Yeah. Yeah. Right, yeah. in Seattle, right, too. Niggas fuck with me. All right. Yeah. Fuck, nigga. That's all I needed to hear. <laughs> but I felt like uh, Chris Paul being like, one MVP is just I don't know about that to me. Yeah. No, At this point that. in the season, I think I said this last week. Why are we still talking about the who who's in a race for MVP? Oh yeah, because remember they bought Julius Randall and shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, come on, bro. Like, if we look at this, the whole season, Nikola Jokic has been there and carrying this Nuggets team. No matter what, Joel Murray goes down. We talk about, oh damn, it's over for the Nuggets. Yeah, I remember saying that. In the third like, seed now. That's very tough. Like, they were struggling at the start of the season, too, but Jokic was always keeping them afloat. And now, the second half of the season, he's been there. The whole season, we've seen Giannis get injured. We've seen Harden get injured. We've seen KD get injured. We've seen LeBron get injured. Basically, everybody, all the, like, all the stars, top stars yeah. get injured. Who's been there the whole time? Nikola Jokic. Like, what is, what is really the real... Uh, what's the real like debate for CP3 over Jokic? Because they're the number one seed. I would feel like because he took it. Because uh, even uh, like his numbers, team. his numbers aren't MVP numbers. Yeah, no. Like yeah. if we really think about this, that'll probably be like one of the worst decisions ever. We talk about how Steve Nash didn't deserve his MVP. Oh, yeah. If he yeah. falls <laughs> to win MVP, my nigga, he'll be, <laughs> that'll probably be the most controversial MVP yeah. ever given. And he won't win it, but all other CP3, though. He's one of the greatest point guards of all time. He probably yeah, a top a point guard of all time. But let's be real. <laughs> That's all. <laughs> That's all. That's all I wanted yeah. to say. Let's be real. Yeah. And I feel like I saw somebody bring up a good point. Last year, the Phoenix Suns, they lost DeAndre in 24 games because he got suspended. Y'all remember that? Yeah. Him and John Collins. Oh, yeah. yeah the PEDs. The, yeah, niggas, whatever they took. <laughs> so if we talk about, and you, you know how they went 8 0 in the bubble, though. And it was basically on this, they had like, it was like the same record with the Trailblazers. Mm-hmm. So what if DeAndre ain't played? The Phoenix Suns would have been a playoff team. Yeah. So like, 
kind of saying like they've been how like Chris Paul is taking them to like, uh, definitely yeah. like taking them to the number one seed. Like he's made that jump into the number one seed. But I feel like people is like kind of like trying to bring it up so high, or he like he just brought a team from the dumps to the number one seed. Because yeah. yeah. the Suns team was already starting to get better, if we being honest. No, nah, actually, that, yeah, that is true. And I didn't even think about that, actually. Uh, yeah, I didn't think about it, too, because I forgot DeAndre was yeah. out for 24 games. Yeah. And it just makes more sense. And also, like, these players got better. So I feel like that we're not giving enough credit to, like, the other players on the team. Yeah, that is true, because... Yeah, yeah, that is true. Especially, like, when, when Cam Johnson, like, burst on that shit. Nigga, Cam like, the, the, burst it Cam, on. Hey, the Cam the the folks to Westbrook <laughs> being the, the dancer of the fucking team. Yo. <laughs> Nigga was a male male dancer. Nah, he was like, yeah. Twitter, he was like a lot of stuff, kind of like low-key. Like, people was really like, this is what he wasn't expecting. Like, he was not doing that. Yeah, we all was. Like, and then, what's it called? The league come back, I'm watching a bubble, and I see Cameron playing playing fucking significant minutes. I'm like, what is going on? I see <laughs> pull up three. Yo. Nah. I think Shout that was the campaign. Yeah, that's a great That was the most surprising thing all last year to me, seeing campaign <laughs> doing what he was doing. Come on. Nigga went from hitting them folks to hitting them threes. Okay, man. <laughs> he said he went from hitting them folks to hitting them threes. <laughs> My nigga. Because I thought he was never going to stop hitting them folks. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. When he was in the league, I thought he was probably the worst player in the league I could think of. Yeah. I think we had this conversation before. I think we was watching him in the summer league. I forgot, I forgot what we was watching him in. And you say he's probably the worst player in the league. Like, if you asked me in 2016, name you a player you think you could cook that's in the NBA, I was going to name Cameron Payne. <laughs> Damn. That's crazy. Yeah. But shout out to him, though. I'm not uh, you got anything else, Kimball? Or you want to move to the mock draft? Uh, what you gonna call it? Oh, oh, we gonna talk about the Lakers? Oh yeah. Oh man, I just brought in. <laughs> yeah. Relax with this one. Let me let me lay back in the chair. Shit, <laughs> Lakers, man, the Mavs is. Mavs, what took y'all? How, how you feel? Right. So all season, y'all been hearing me talking about how like. Everything good in LA and shit. We cool as long as AD and LeBron come back, <laughs> stay healthy. We gonna be straight. <laughs> but so we thought, fellas. It's time to work. No, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Last night I could barely sleep, nigga. I went to sleep at three o'clock in the morning. Like, yo, yo, this nigga was going through it, man. Kyle Lowry. <laughs> Yeah. Spicy P? <laughs> it says spicy P. Yo, nah. Hey, yo. Nigga. <laughs> Talk about I, it. Talk about it. I just got to look at the stats again. Just to make sure. <laughs> Bro, hold on. Let me, <laughs> you can feel, like, his vibrations right now. Like, this nigga is really, like... <laughs> I tweeted at the Lakers yesterday. We need to win. <laughs> yesterday morning. I was feeling good. I'm like, all right. <laughs> we lost the other night against the Kings. Mind you, the Kings don't have De'Aaron Fox. So we have AD LeBron back. LeBron came back on Friday. Mm-hmm. And we lost to the Sacramento Kings. Without De'Aaron oh. Fox. Yeah, that's crazy. Marvin Bagley Man. came back that game, too. Why we didn't take advantage of Marvin back? We know he oh, can't play defense. And AD, 
He, yo, I, before you say that, I want to speak. Like I've been seeing people say AD don't look like he don't seem like AD. He hasn't been AD all season, if we really be honest. Damn. I felt like in the beginning of the season, I feel like Draymond said he was out of shape. Y'all remember that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He came into the season out of shape. So that was already him not being AD right there to start off. But like the past couple of games, his defense it just hasn't been good. And it's Anthony Davis. We mm-hmm. talk about a player that's a top three defender when he's at his best. A player yeah, that sir. is arguably the best defender in the league when he's at his best. It's just like not seeing him there basically like all season. It's kind of worrying to me, to be honest, because I feel like we don't I don't want to see like niggas just like fucking around like, oh, we just going to turn around, turn it on in the playoffs. But, yeah, like, I've seen it happen before. Mm. 20, 2011. <laughs> the Lakers play the Dallas Mavericks. They get swept. And we can also talk about how, like, this Laker team is still coming off the shortest offseason in NBA history. AD LeBron, AD and LeBron haven't played together in like how long? Well, I feel like that's probably like the least amount of worries them to chemistry. But AD and Dennis Schroeder, when was the last time they played together and had like full chemistry? I can't even tell you. And now we still trying to get Andre Drummond acclimated and we still <laughs> play Marcus All? Yo. <laughs> and like, I've seen like also like there was like damn there was like oh is this is this like level is this Anthony Davis and this team like Drummond like well first has Drummond brought down y'all like value or whatever like has he brought down y'all in a sense do you feel like that or you feel like that's just like the injuries and all that that came into play like right when he came because I've seen a lot of Lakers fans talking about like talking about that and like they were talking about like this level like AD way out playing like they don't really like it could be troubling especially if y'all go for the championship or whatever. I just feel like I feel like Frank Vogel is just trying to we just trying to test out Andre Drummond to see like what he is and how he oh. fits with this team. But I feel mm. like right now we don't got time for that, nigga. <laughs> yeah, like, like really at the end of the season. I'm still in a call from Larry. We don't got time for we for you to get your shit together, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we it's only like eight games left. And if we keep fucking around, we gonna be in a playing game. And I know we probably not gonna lose a playing game, but say if we play we play in a playing game. And we play Steph or some shit. Nigga drop oh. four. Yeah. <laughs> niggas just forget to turn it on because niggas think they can just turn it on and it just doesn't happen like that all the time. There's a lot of questions. That... Last couple of games, like, we've seen, like, this Laker team, like, defending and, like, that's just not been happening right now. And maybe it's just effort, but, like, I saw somebody say this because I was in, like, a Twitter space and it was just, like, mad Lakers fans just talking about what happened. And, like, he brought up how, like, last year, like, in the bubble and, like, the last couple of games, the Lakers didn't play good like that. But they kind of turned it on. But I feel like the situation is, like, kind of different because LeBron just came off an injury and all this stuff. You saw what he said, right? He doesn't think he's going to be, like, 100% ever again or something. Yeah, for his career. Yeah, he said that. I feel like he was being a little bit dramatic, but, like. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of get what he was saying, but yeah. I feel like he was being, like, a little bit dramatic. Because they like LeBron, like, yeah, how much injury has? Yeah, I mean, we all know like he really gets injured like seriously and shit. But he's yeah, getting older. I can feel him, like what he means. Like I guess he's getting older, but at the same time, like, damn, like he said the way he said it was like this nigga is just like in pain, like all the like he's like always like not gonna be like all the way in shape or in fit or whatever. I feel like LeBron probably like the least amount of worries, but like 
don't know. This is probably like the worst, the most down I've been all season as a Lakers. <laughs> this is the worst I've seen them play. Because even when we was having like LeBron and AD out, we was still competing with teams. And I seen like uh like bright spots. But like the past two games is probably like the most deflated I've seen as a Lakers fan since we had since that year, like LeBron got injured. And we had like Brandon Ingram and Lonzo, all those young boys. I got a quick question. You don't think you're jumping the gun just a little bit? I probably am if we being honest, hundred percent. But as a fan, nigga, of the team, <laughs> I've seen it before, and I just don't want it to happen again. Nah, nah, nah. Yeah. I get the I get the fact that you're on it early, but maybe like because Bron just came back, AD just came back. I mean, AD been back for a couple games, but like Bron just came back. They both trying to get acclimated. Like you said, the Andre Drummond experiment probably shouldn't be happening right now, but it probably will continue to happen. No, all right. The thing about the Andre Drummond thing, I feel like he should still get minutes and shit. But Marcus Sawson ain't began do not play yeah. when he's healthy. Yeah. Oh yeah, that bro. just makes no sense to me. Why do you think that is though? You think is there something like about Marcus? Like, because the question was like, I guess like, yeah, he's getting old and like. There's been some like there will be some plays like he just does look out of it or whatever. But I mean, he does still he still brings what he does to the table and shit as a veteran presence and all that. And he does he can still contribute. But like, what do you think it is like keeping him on the bench and shit? Especially when you see like if you would see Andre Drummond like say he is struggling or whatever, and he's still not getting DMP. I mean, still getting DMPs. Like, what do you think that is? I feel like maybe the only reason I can really think of is like. He knows what he's going to get out of Marcus Saul, so he wants to see, like, what he's going to get out of Andre Drummond. But I feel like freezing out, like, Marcus Saul is yeah. like, a good idea because you still want him getting reps and, like... I'll, yeah, I'll do about say that. Yeah, 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 just not give him the rock. Because how you go from, like, right. him being, like, the starting center to not playing? Yeah. Like, like, that shit doesn't make sense to me. And it's not like right. Andre Drummond... It make a big difference or whatever, like, at the moment. And if we look at, like, some of the games that this nigga's been playing, like... If him and AD, like, the fit together, I really kind of don't like it. Cause, like, I've seen that. I've seen that. When AD's at his best, he's operating out of the mid-post, giving you the, the triple threat. Oh, I'm about to blow past you, the pump fake, or oh, the step back. Yeah. He got all that with him. But he can't, like, operate and drive to the basket because Andre Drummond's going to be down there. Where's Andre Drummond going to go? Yeah, definitely. So, you know, Andre Drummond's man is going to be right there. Yeah. Helping out with AD, so AD can't even, like really drive, and also like I might just be jumping the gun because these niggas just came back. AD hasn't played in like thirty games and all this shit, so he's still like basically playing himself into shape and all that. Same thing, LeBron, but like it's kind of concerning to me though. Nah, I agree that it can be a concerning, but um, I was just saying you might be jump- jumping the gun a little bit because they they still not even a hundred percent or like what they would consider a hundred percent. So, you just got to wait and see. How many games are left until the season's over with? There's Seven? eight games left, and we have a tough-ass schedule. <laughs> yeah, I've seen that schedule. Uh, damn. I believe I play – I want to say, like, the, the Clippers, the Trailblazers, uh, the Suns, the Knicks. I believe so. Uh, I think those – yeah, I think that was it. Right, or, like, another team. Turn on that zero dark 30 mode early. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. All I know, LeBron better not say he was going. He going playoff mode early because last time I heard that, um, <laughs> he activated that shit. Niggas got something on. <laughs> nigga activated that shit. We got the fourth fucking pick. Hey, yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> but like, looking at the remaining schedule, the Lakers had the fifth yeah. schedule remaining. 
playing Phoenix, Denver, Clippers, Trailblazers, and Knicks. And tonight we play uh, Denver without LeBron, too, on the second night of a back-to-back. Ooh. That's tough. Yeah. We'll see. We will see. Damn. But do y'all think, like, if we do play in a playing game, it'll kind of be better so they get, like, extra games with each other? Uh, no. I, mean, I feel like y'all could use any – I mean, y'all could use it to your advantage. Like, if that's the case, y'all could definitely use that to, to your advantage. Because I feel like regardless, y'all definitely won't. I feel like y'all winning regardless and shit. Like, y'all could use it to your advantage. If it goes to, like, that type of, like, you know, if y'all get into the playing games or whatever. Yeah. But wait, if y'all do like, it may look bad. The playing game, where y'all have to see his son's first round? Just, huh? Honestly, if we get to the playoffs, I don't care who we see. Like, I ain't. Uh, I would be a little concerned if you, get to, the the, if you get to the, play, uh, the playing game. And if y'all playing the way y'all playing right now against the Suns. And the way they playing right now? Oh, if we play the play the way we playing right now, we ain't winning no damn series. But uh, I'm not worried about whoever we play in us in the playoffs. I guess the team that yeah, I probably wouldn't want to see in the first round of all these teams is like Golden State. Nah, I, no, I, nigga, Golden oh. State. Oh, I thought you, I thought you mentioned that earlier. So I was like, oh, I was about to say the Clippers, like probably first round, but Clippers are still like dealing with their injuries too. Like Kawhi Leonard just came back and shit. Man. If we play the Suns in the first round, you gotta think about it. Them niggas don't want to see us. <laughs> you think Wait, the Suns? That down. Like you, after all that, you worked all this hard, and now you got to match up with Le- LeBron yeah, and AD is. in the first Man. fucking round. Yeah, that's some bullshit. Nigga won sixty games. Now you got to play. <laughs> nah, <laughs> not yeah, that's, that's, that's not fair. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's different. But. Like I'm not gonna be scared of like Utah, but I feel like we need to get our our shit together. Is really yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah, nah, I agree. And Dennis, I ain't even talk about Dennis Schroeder because he's supposed to be out for like ten to fourteen days. Oh too. yeah. So, like, all the concerns that I was having, like, Brooklyn and not being on the court together and growing all this continuity, even though the Lakers have, like, way more continuity with each other. But I feel like we just kind of have, like, a different team because now we got Andre Drummond and shit, basically playing more minutes than Marcus Saul at the uh-huh. time. And, like, all these players been injured. And, like, the player, the injuries, like, these players have was, like, AD was, like, the Achilles soreness or, like, whatever the calf injury was out for, like, 30 games. So... I don't know. Them niggas need to get their running back. They need to get their shit together. If we win tonight, nigga, it's probably a different whole story, nigga. Fuck what I'm saying. I'm celebrating, talking about shit. But as of right now, I need to let that out. You're better, nigga? No. <laughs> <laughs> nigga, Michael Porter going for 40, nigga. No, no, that's good. No, no, wait, hold up. We play the Nuggets tonight, bro. If Marcus Saw does not play at least 20 minutes... We got a problem. <laughs> Yo, got- and also with that, like, you think, uh, you you think that, like, kind of like the chemistry with him and Drummond, like, like you think, like, Mark, with Marcus Saul, like, he definitely feels away. Shit, I don't give a fuck how either one of them feel about each other because they're not gonna be <laughs> on the same court on this at the same time. So. Yeah, shit, let's hope it all works out. But I just feel like probably in the playoffs when things like matter, say if we go against the Nuggets. I hope Frank Vogel's smart enough to be playing Marcus All more than Andre Drummond because he's probably the best defender that we have on our team to match up with Jokic. Oh, Jokic's gonna be eating. He's probably one of the best defenders to match up with Jokic in the league, Marcus All. 
because he's smart. He knows how to use his body. He knows where to be. And you also got LeBron and AD as help defenders. Right. Time up with Lonzo. What the hell was that finish? <laughs> this mm-hmm. nigga. I'm telling you, nigga, Lonzo need to hit up JQ. Yo. <laughs> he trying to do like a last year was so bad. As good as Lonzo is, like he was having a tough ass night. He dropped like 31 the other night against. Oh him. yeah, shout out to Lonzo. Yeah, shout out to Lonzo. But the next step is like his shot is getting there more consistent now, and he's shooting like 78 percent from the free throw line. The next yeah. step is in Lonzo's game, finishing pressure on the rim. Yeah, and his ball handling, maybe like his his crafting. Well, his yeah, well yeah, he, maybe his finishing is definitely more important. Yeah, I just we he needs to put pressure yeah, on the rim. That's many many like the biggest him, problem. Like, either refusing it to <laughs> to attack the rim, or when he does attack the rim, is just that like I, I guess he's uh, so surprised of how open he is, or like he always be messing up mid air. Like it's just weird finishes. Because he yeah, always thinking, like he when he's driving, you know he's always thinking pass. Yeah, pass, yeah. he's being forced to take a layup. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now, bro. Can y'all guess how many free throws times he shoots? He's got it. Nah, but five. <laughs> nah, it's it's one a game. Uh, it's been like what? that for all his years playing. Oh yeah, what is he? He's damn. That's not so like him. That's crazy. So that's basically what is that like? Every two games you shoot a free throw or something? <laughs> Wait, nah, nigga, six to the line. Like what? That's Buddy, bad. you played thirty-two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, you can't give me two a game, nigga. That's at least one time you getting fouled and shooting free throws. Man. And, ah, yeah. And you said he's shooting 70 from the foul line now, is he? Yeah. He said? That's a come up right there. Yeah. That, that that was in, he was in Andre Drummond territory. <laughs> I remember that. I remember that is, that. Um, that's <laughs> bad. <laughs> well, that's like a Zerbisco, Kentucky. Yeah, nah, that's just um, over 50%. You can't give me, uh, nigga. How you yeah. go to the free throw line and there's less than fifty percent chance you make it? Yeah, I'm about to say you put Joe Schmo on the line for eighty two games. Because if you be really think about like seventy percent, every shot you take in basketball is a fifty percent chance that you sh- it goes in. Either you make it or you miss it. This nigga yeah. shows forty one percent in the second game. <laughs> yeah. I know what thought it was. No, that's ridiculous. No, that's. That's Whoa, nah. That nigga was shooting with his eyes closed. He had to be. <laughs> <laughs> nah, son. Nah, shout out to my nigga, son. Yeah, the shots is over. But I think I'm done disrespecting some of these niggas. <laughs> 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 we always get off track because we disrespect somebody. <laughs> nah, I'm just pointing out stuff that I wanted him to work on. Nah, nah, fuck with me, Lonzo Ball. That's my guy. Nigga, so. All right, we happen into the. The, the meat and potatoes of this shit. <laughs> Let's get it. <laughs> All right. We talk about the mock draft. Mind you, this shit might change under some of these teams, so don't take it as serious and all this yeah. shit. Yeah. Because you, know, you, you can know, probably it's... look at the standards right now. It's probably different. Yeah. But... This is as of, like, what, three days ago, the standings? Or yeah, I think it was ago? like Friday. Yeah. Uh, we made our mock draft. We about to talk about the lottery. Are y'all ready for number one? Yes. 
You guys should already know. <laughs> All right. Uh, number one, the Houston Rockets. I had them taking Sharif Cooper. It's like, nah. This nigga like Andrew Bynum in a fit. Nigga like an old head version of Andrew Bynum. Who are you talking about? Uh, the commercial or something? Nah, something called a commercial. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was no one expecting. <laughs> what happened to Andrew Biden? Everybody <laughs> Hey, see, I think he had like a mushroom on his head. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> had, like different cuts and shit. No, nah, he was on the Cavs game. They go, yeah, this nigga go out. God, wait, let me talk about Andrew Biden real quick. Biggie Biden. Because there was really a debate at one point. Dwight Howard. Was the best thing between him and Andrew Biden in 2012. Right, and Andrew Biden. Niggas, yeah, niggas really go, yeah, I do remember that, John. I had to, give, I had to show my love for my nigga Andrew Biden. <laughs> shit, because he was that nigga at one point. Even though he did some sh- shame shit. <laughs> Lakers would have won a championship in 08 if he was healthy, too. <laughs> To talk about that. All right, moving on to number one pick. If we being dead ass, we got the one K Cunningham, my nigga. Yes. Are, are we in agreement? Yes, we are in agreement. All right. So here's all I gotta say about K Cunningham. He's one of the most complete prospects I've ever seen. Mm. Just as a prospect, especially in the last five years. Like, if we like really like looking at prospects, like I know just like me looking at prospects and know my opinion. There's like always like some hole that you see in the player's game. K Cunningham, y'all got a hole. <laughs> y'all got like a true like weakness, uh, weakness in this game. First of all, pause. Uh, second of all, uh, <laughs> I said a hole in this game. All right, now <laughs> coming into the uh, beginning of the first college or his college season, I was saying that maybe his shooting might be like something he needs to work on. But he came out of the game and told me he shot the forty. Yeah, yeah, that nigga. I don't know, man. Yeah, like Off I feel like with a, the shots he's taking, higher percentages. I feel like that impressive. was warranted, though. Like the shot concern, him going into college, but that nigga definitely shut everybody the fuck up. Yeah, <laughs> he shot forty percent on six threes a game. That's and mind you, he shot forty percent, and it's not even like he's getting like all these catch and shoot looks and these wide open looks. He's <laughs> shot too. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I was saying. Off the dribble, with 40 percent, six to ten. That's so deep. Yeah, K. Cutterham, he's special. He's the one. Yeah, like I feel like there, it shouldn't be an argument who's number one. I don't want to see the Rockets take it. Whoever gets no more pay, there better not be no damn five minutes on the damn clock. Yeah, they better <laughs> take the pick right away. K. Cutterham, nigga. Oh yeah, because whoever wins this lottery. And right now we had the Rockets winning the lottery. So we're going to talk about this from the Rockets standpoint in one second. But if he goes to the Rockets, he could turn their franchise around. That's a franchise changer right now. Bro, you know, like if you just like put him on the Rockets right now, you got a couple of bright spots. You got Kevin Porter Judy, we was already talking about. Oh my. Christian Wood, Martin. another MVP candidate. I not MVP, most improved candidate. Kenya Martin has been looking like a bouncy uh forward. Thanks. I like what I've seen of him. I think he blocked yeah. like Rudy Gobert's like dunk like a couple weeks ago. Shout out to him. And I see him on the highlight reel. Nigga got a nigga's like a pogo stick. (laughs) Yeah, he's a pogo stick, bro. He's really electric. He got pogo stick bounce. Like niggas (laughs) have different bounce. He got pogo (laughs) stick bounce, bro. (laughs) And also Jay Sean Tate, like a good defender, solid defender. Where hard nose player. Yeah, I just feel like K Cunningham is a franchise changing prospect. And if there's anybody on this list that could be the best player on the championship team is K Cunningham. I see. 
like he's impressed me more than like because I thought he was probably gonna be number one going to this season, but that nigga like he's better than what I even thought. <laughs> I didn't think he was this good. Like when you look at it, like bro, 44, 40, 85 from the foul line. Golly. He's a and he's probably he's project, he's gonna definitely be one of the top like point guard shot blockers as well. Cause he's like a pretty good shot blocker for a PG and a great rebounder. And he's a way better passer than what he is. He's an ambidextrous passer. Yeah, he checks off all the boxes you want to play. A six-eight wing with good size, plays under control. And all right, the one thing that you could probably have the biggest concern about him, like if you just look at him from like a box scores number, he averaged more turnovers than assists. He only averaged three point five assists, but, but like, I feel yeah. like he, like looking at those stats, it doesn't give him justice, like how good of a passer he is. Yeah, because he, he like playing with also. Yeah, just watching but, him, you see him make like he makes like all the right reads and shit out of pick and roll, everything that you want to see out of like a prospect. Yeah. And once he gets more, yeah, oh, you could go. I feel like yeah. Uh, I'm about to bring up the point that you was about to say. Like once, oh, yeah. Because if you look at that Oklahoma State team, they weren't like a good shooting team. I think I saw they shot like as a team like 31% from three. So that should yeah. already tell you like a story right there. Uh, how What type of team that was. And like, can y'all name anybody else on that Oklahoma State team? No. Nope. <laughs> I only know one. That was Avery Anderson. That's because yeah, like, that's I used to watch Paul's really life. And I started like, I found out about him like, probably like, because I watched like a couple like, probably watched like, probably a total like eight fucking, uh, Okay, like games like live, so like that's how I really know about him. But other than that, I don't know who the hell that nigga is. <laughs> <laughs> like nobody on that team is like on the like the draft radar. But like no disrespect to all his teammates, but like K Cunningham elevated his teammates, even though he averaged three point five assists and four turnovers. Yeah, and once he gets what like, in the NBA, yeah, with the NBA like players and and like all like you were saying like space and like just that transition play like it's definitely going up. And he's seen over everybody, and his just like he just really like he's really a full package, like everything he got it. Yeah, he's really he's a uh, his uh, which gonna call it, like his scoring, like he could play one through three, <laughs> like we mentioned before and shit. Like, but what do y'all think? Yeah, y'all think he's gonna be like that? Like, I think he's number like point guard set, or that's just really the like uh, situation he goes. I feel like he would be most effective at the guard at point guard. Or he's like interchangeable, like he just like yeah. that. Like for me, I just think he's interchangeable because I really like don't know. Like I feel like he could play like both positions, and like I feel like probably in the NBA, maybe he could be like more of like an even better scorer than he is now and shit. Yeah, and probably like he could probably like eventually give you like a good like 25, 26 a game in his prime or something. But like I wanted to give you one of these numbers. He's averaging. <laughs> He's finishing at the basket at uh, – he's averaging 1.3.3 uh, points per game, possession, in a paint. And that's, like, in an 82 percentile, finishing around the basket. And his shots are at, like, 40 percent. I just feel like the only, like, biggest weakness is, like, if we really want to talk about, like, weakness that he has. But I think – all right, now I'm going to say weakness. Like, things that you'll probably have to get better at or things that he's not, like, the best at is probably – Athleticism and explosiveness. Yeah, his footwork too. Yeah, but I feel like his footwork is like kind of good because you see him like operating and shit, and like in a mid range. You see him like doing like all these spins and shit, and these uh. Yeah, I was gonna say. He oh yeah, moves. yeah, that's yeah, that is. Yeah. So I feel like he got a bag to him. Like I said, he doesn't have. In my comparisons, the three people I wrote down for comparisons is Grant Hill. That's why I had like beginning of the season. 
And then I also added like Luca to the comparison. Yeah. yeah, that's my comp. And then I saw somebody talk about Andre Miller. I talked about this like a while back, but I went back oh. and watched some Andre Miller and I kind of do see it for like the aspect of him being like a good ass passer. And he's, like, he's like, like, yeah, he's like a nigga that could just. He takes advantage of it, like mismatches and shit. He could work in a post. Yeah. And if you watch Andre Miller, they got a like videos of Andre Miller like posting niggas up. <laughs> a point guard, yeah, yeah. point guard. There's videos of him going to work on niggas in a post for his career. So I feel like right. I kind of see it because somebody said taller Andre Miller. So I kind of see it from like that standpoint. And Andre Miller was one of the best passers in the league at this yeah. time. Yeah, that's a fact. And for like the Grant Hill standpoint, Grant Hill was like one of the he was like one of the best. He was all right. Niggas don't know about Grant Hill. <laughs> she Niggas don't it. know about Grant Hill. Because I remember before, Oakland, before uh, who was supposed to be next up when Jordan was leaving. Who was it? Grant it Hill. Grant Hill. He was to take that mantle, but it was really the ankle injuries that fucked him up. Word, and he still has ended up having a solid like career and shit. Yeah, he could be in the Hall of Fame, right? He got it. Yeah, he has to be because this nigga really was like. Like he's like all over. Like, what you said, is he in it right now? Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think so. I feel like he is, but I don't know. Yeah, I'm not too sure. But that's all of fame player. Yeah, but if you don't know about Grant Hill, he was really one of like the first like point forwards. He was putting up basically like similar numbers to LeBron. Yeah, and he was scoring too. <laughs> so mm-hmm. this nigga was that nigga. Like I could give you his numbers in one of his years in his prior. All right, his best season was in 2000. He averaged 26 points, seven rebounds, five assists. That's not in his best season, actually. He also had years where he averaged 20 points, 10 rebounds, and seven assists. That was his second year. 21, nah, that's different. 21 bro. points, nine rebounds, seven assists. Yeah. And we also have to take account, like, the era that he was The era, exactly. Imagine, nah, that's yeah, imagine he was playing now. And, like, and he, he had a stupid crossover. Yeah, yeah, I was about to say, his shit was wicked. <laughs> <laughs> his shit was yeah. wicked. Yeah, that's stupid. They go fuck Scotty Pippen. No, I would never get that one. Yeah, when I see that, Scotty Pippen. Pippen. I remember he threw it on Alonzo Morning. I remember because it, it was it was going at it like the couple plays before. Oh yeah, threw it on him after that. Nigga Grant Hill was supposed to be that nigga, but injuries kind of ruined him. Sounds yeah. like every fucking Duke nigga. Oh my, <laughs> damn, that's fucked up. Yo, wait, I can definitely see that. Did y'all see Lowe's video? Nah, his well, last video. Nah, he made a I video about Jalouka for it, bro. I got so upset. <laughs> oh man, yeah, nah. I gotta see that. All right, but that's number one, K Cunningham. Y'all got anything else y'all want to say about K? Nah, you pretty much covered it all. Yeah. All right, number two, the Orlando Magic. Who they select? Jalen Green. I got Jalen Green. Oh, sorry, Jalen Green on my June too. All right, so for me. If I'm going big boy, it's still a toss-up for me between Jalen Green and Evan Mobley. But these two, you can make a case that Jalen Green is, like, the second-best prospect. I think he was probably on the ESPN. He came in, like, the number one prospect. Am I right? Um, I think ESPN might have had him number one. She was ESPN, so I could see Or he was probably, like, one of the most hyped prospects. We could say that in his class. But I feel like he the best athlete in this class, Jalen Green. And I think he might have the highest scoring potential. One of the most impressive scores. If you just watch his game, it only takes you two minutes to, like, really – you can just find a comparison right now. Like, yeah. just watch his game. Yeah. You see Zach Levine in this game. We all know that. Yeah. I, I had uh, – I seen – I like the uh, – um, I seen one of, like, Eddie Jones, like, Zach Levine. Like, I, it was Zach Levine, but I also seen, like, Eddie Jones one, too. I was like, oh, I see, like, a little bit of that in him. Yeah, that was – But Zach Levine is glaring, too. That's another good comparison. That's probably, like – yeah, that's another good comparison because Eddie Jones is, like, a really good-ass athlete. 
Where, yeah. And like the way Eddie Jones was scoring too, like his, like he had length and like they kind of like around the same height. And he, he was like the type of finishing, like the way he was getting to the buckets and shit is similar. Yeah. But the things I want to see like uh, Jalen Green kind of improve on is like his consistency. And I think we talked about this early on in the season, Kimball. Him play, like, playing under control. Oh, yeah. So I feel like he just gets out of control and like tries to do too much. And like his handles need to get tighter. And probably maybe put on weight because what is he like one seventy five? Yeah, he's one seventy five at six six. Like That's I feel bad. like that would yeah. Mm-hmm. That, I feel like that would help him on defense because like when you look at him, like he's he struggles like fighting off of screens, like off ball screens and shit. And like somebody who just like completely try to avoid him and shit like that. So like if he gets stronger, I feel like that would definitely help him. Like because it will end up leaving like open man, like he's leaving somebody open like usually and shit like that. Or, like he won't get to the close all the time because he's just like can't get over a screen and shit. So I feel like him getting stronger. Will help him uh, get better at that and like his finishing and shit like that. But he's a he's like he's an engage, he's a better defender than like when when he first came in. Like he's an engaged defender and shit like that. He like really moves his feet well. Yeah, you definitely see like good flashes. Yeah, his yeah. cutting is like exceptional. He he's probably one of some of the best. He's one of the best cutters I've seen like at that age too. Like that was one of the first thing I noticed when he was on the G League shit. Like that's the first thing I noticed. Like yeah, this nigga cut like he cuts to the rim like really well, like dark straight to the rim and shit. In the transition, all that. On a straight line, Word. basket. Yeah, and that's he like really. Oh, you got it, Kevin. Oh, obviously, like, he gets a line well. Uh, he's a his playmaking ability is not. He's an impressive playmaker. Like his pick and roll, like him hitting a roller. He knows how to hit the roller, but he doesn't get improved like in that aspect of playing pick and roll, or whatever. But he has upside like playmaker wise, and like yeah, you could go with what you're saying. Yeah, I was in my notes too that he was a. He has playmaker potential. It's kind of good that we've seen, like, flashes of him making, like, plays out of pick and roll. For mm. uh, I don't think I got anything else for Jalen Green. Yeah, and no, that's about it for me. Yeah. He is an underrated playmaker also because he has been, uh, like, out in the open floor. He sets everybody up for the lobs. And <clears throat> yeah. in the, in the half court, he's all, he can get people open also. So, Oh, actually, I got a question for y'all. All right, go ahead. Who's the better prospect, Jalen Green or Anthony Edwards? Uh, Jalen Green. I'm taking Jalen Green. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm Jalen. Oh, yeah, I'm taking Jalen Green actually. Yeah, I'm taking Jalen Green. Why? Um, I feel like Jalen. What well, Anthony Edwards has over Jalen Green is like he has like the body over Jalen Green. Uh. What else? He has definitely like this, like right now the scoring, like obviously definitely over Jalen Green. But they're like, I feel like that's he's definitely Jalen Green's gonna get there. But like Jalen Green is a better at the same time, he's a better playmaker than him. And I feel like he's, a, he's gonna be way better defense. He's gonna be way better two way player than Anthony Edwards is gonna be. Oh, you think so? No, I, I, I think don't agree with that. One, I think so. And two, although Edwards played in the SEC, I feel like just because like Jalen was seeing grown men every night, like yeah. there is no non-conference game when you got some weak niggas. Like it's always he's seeing grown men every night trying to prove themselves, especially against the team ignite. It's like a different type of uh it's not just a regular G League game. Like people are here to see like there's scouts there, like you gotta like right. bring your A game every game. So But you don't feel like Anthony Edwards would kind of basically been doing the same thing with Jalen Green was kind of doing this year? I gotta take Jalen Green over Ant Edwards, uh, just over the fact that like I've seen Jalen Green do it too. Oh, I, yeah, I, I was going to best like, saying just based off the prospect. Oh, oh, wait, yeah, yes, just yeah, based yeah. off the prospect. I'm saying I gotta take Jalen Green. Like, I got it. Uh, just curious. 
<laughs> oh wait, wait, one more question too. Like, how do y'all feel like he will fit on the rabbit? I mean, on the Orlando. Like, oh yeah, we didn't even talk about oh, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Orlando, they got a lot of guards, but I feel like at the two position, they definitely need somebody. That's what I yeah. was saying too. That, that was my like. Because when I was when I was first right. looking at this, all right, I'm like, damn, the Magic already got Jonathan Isaac. Now. Yeah, I was thinking, uh, I was thinking Wendell Carter. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, nah. And, and then I, when you really look at the shooting guards, oh, you go, my bad, my bad. I just feel like if you just look at it as a Magic team, they still need shooting. Yeah. They need, like, a, a nigga that can really get you buckets, yeah. in, like, shooting-wise. Because you still have Marco Foles on that team. RJ Hampton isn't there as a shooter right now yet. And Cole Anthony has been, like, up and down. Even though you just hit a game with it the other night. Shout Where, shout out to Cole Anthony. That nigga was talking. Y'all saw his interview. Yeah, yeah, he's talking, he's talking that shit at the end. He was talking that shit. Yeah, I'm all in for it. If this is the new age of interviews. Because him and Ant-Man funny as hell. Yeah, nah, nah, nah. nah. They be talking this shit, so that's funny as hell. But, yeah, I just think Jalen Green probably the best fit for Orlando. I agree with that. At the second pick. Yeah, I agree. Number three. Number three, the Detroit Pistons have the pick. And I had them selecting Evan Moby. Who y'all got? Yeah, I had them. Yeah, Evan Moby. Yeah. I feel like those three are the top three best prospects, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. I still see people like having like Jalen Suggs ahead of some <sighs> of these players. Well, I if you guys go and take a thought right now, y'all won't believe who's number one on the big board. Oh, Jalen Suggs. Was it in the Jalen Suggs? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I see that shit really. Kate Cunningham number three on their big board. I don't know what <laughs> crack of these. <laughs> yeah, they yeah, they I don't know about that one, but Cause they they had that stance for they had that since like early like I've seen them have them like well when Jalen Suggs like first really started going off like they started putting him ahead of Kate Cunningham and I assume like they stuck by it so shit yeah but all right Evan Mobley he's one of the most versatile big prospects that I feel like we've seen over the past couple of years we see them take it like grab a rebound take it coast to coast like a little bit of handle handle that John. Uh, his defense is he was one of the best shot blockers in uh at USC and also basically a college basketball this past year. He runs the floor well as a big man and he just has a he has the ability like he just does like little things on the court every movie, yeah. And I feel like the biggest weakness in this game is like probably it's gonna be going forward is just strength and like strength, yeah, probably fill out. Yeah. A lot of like a lot of scouts said like the type of body he has like they don't know if he could put like he could like really mass his shit like really get big or whatever like that because yeah, like if you, he probably not could be like some strong nigga yeah some strong because yeah because I mean I feel like we always see this nice guy like Giannis KD yeah I about to say we that see, we like, we heard that before but we yeah it's like, like KD Giannis, KD like still like he fucking like two forty KD yeah yeah but that's what yeah. I'm like, even though KD isn't really like Aki. He's, still he's a big. Yeah, it's not like you're just going to be moving that nigga. Exactly. Word. And, like, also, like, like for some people, like, they're stronger than what they look like, to be honest. Like, when you look at some guys, and, like, when you look at the way, like, Evan Moby plays, like, he plays aggressive. Like, he's not scared or whatever. He plays aggressive around the rim or whatever like that. But, like, if he does get better, like, he could, I feel like he can become even a better, like, rebounder, like, box down and shit like that. Yeah. And, like, just all in the glass and shit, because, like, some of, like, he averaged, he averaged 8.7, but, like, you know, I feel like he could be even more of an offensive rebounder or whatever. And he's has like like he could space the floor. He has touch. Like he could he has space floor space and potential and shit like that. So he's yeah. one of those like he could be like that guy, like one of them like type of big time talents at the seven footers position, like a seven foot 
or whatever. Yeah, he has potential to stretch out the floor, but I definitely want to see him improve on it because mm-hmm. as of right now, he only shot one three a game and shot 30% at the college level. So he's definitely still going to need to improve on it. So, like, uh, my comparison for Everett Mobley, he probably not going to be as great at these players. All right, like, these comparisons, I got to let niggas know. He might not <laughs> turn out to be, like, as great as a player. So I don't want niggas talking about, like, if I say a player, he's going to be, like, as good of him. But, like, just based off, like, play style and shit. Maybe they could reach that ceiling, but who knows? But, like, Evan Wobley, I see Chris Bosh in him, and I also mm-hmm. see Anthony Davis, especially, like, on the defense end, because he's showing the ability to, like, switch on to defenders and shit and cause havoc and be everywhere on the court. So I, I think, like, Chris Bosh, like, Chris yeah. Bosh is, like, one of, like, the stretch bigs. Like, we see yeah, all he was like, big man shooting threes. Chris yeah. Bosh is really, like, we have Dirk and everything, but, like, Chris Bosh kind of, like, changed it, especially, like, how he was in the Miami Big Three because he changed his game. Yeah. Like, before, when he was in on the Raptors, he wasn't really shooting threes. But once he 20 got in, in, like, 2011, 2012-ish, yeah. that's when he shooting threes and changing the game. And I was just talking – I was, like, watching a video about it. It's crazy because his career really did get cut short because he could he could still be playing right now. Yeah, he had, like uh, – was it blood clots, I believe he had? Yeah. yeah. And I feel like yeah. I kind of, like, over there, like, past – I just, like – I just forgot about it when it's like I yeah. saw somebody bring it up. Yeah. I was like, damn, this nigga really could be playing right now. That's crazy. I've seen Evan Mobley. I've seen uh, Lamarcus Aldridge in there with Evan Mobley. Yeah, I do see that a little bit. But I feel like, I, I'm, yeah, yeah I, I could see it. But I feel like the way they play, like Evan Mobley's way more of a playmaker. Yeah, yeah, this, yeah, he's way more mobile and like agile and shit. And Evan Mobley, like, like in transition, he's a he's a solid play, like ball and playmaker and shit. Yeah, like three assists, like. Uh, Nah, I think he averaged definitely less than. Oh, yeah, it was two, yeah, two and a half. Well, two, yeah. Well, that's pretty good, two points. Yeah. Especially for a big man. Word. And he doesn't really, I think, I think I know, it's, I don't know if you can, like, like, don't call me on it, but I feel like he doesn't really foul a lot. I don't know if, I think I might have seen yeah, that. He doesn't. Big average is 1.8 a game. <laughs> so that's like, a don't die while shot blocker. Yeah, he's averaging three blocks a game, too, doing that. Like, that's alarm. Like, that's really good right there. So. I'm saying, bro, his defense potential is really high. That's just how I have him. Like, like he's arguably like a top two, top three prospect. Yeah. On a big board, I'll say he he's, he'll be my second. Even though I did take Jalen Green number two. Yeah, I I'll be flip flopping with them. I definitely overall I'll probably say Evan Mobley, probably yeah. the second best. Number four, the Golden State Warriors. Who y'all got them getting? I got to get Jalen Suggs. <laughs> I got Jalen Suggs too. Uh, you want Kaminga? This shit was t- like this. I want Kaminga. I'll go first since y'all niggas is uh, uh the same thing. So the reason why I want Kaminga is because like, of course they had they just got uh James Wiseman, but like. Of course, they're still going to give him time to let him pan out, and they're not even the same position. But I feel like they they might need that that ability that front, like because Kaminga is different. He got the like he's just versatile. He can drive, kick it. He's a playmaker also. They kind of need that and a big man to be able to pass and do all the things that the Golden State Warriors offense yeah, does. Great, man, man. Uh, yeah, but. 
I don't know. This is this is why I mean when I was tough when I was picking it, I was like, damn, I don't know where like I could, cause the order that shit was fucking me up, especially with the teams. I don't know, man. This one was fucking me up. Well, yeah, the part with the Timbo shit. Yeah, that's why, did, why didn't you go with Jalen Suggs? Like, what was stopping you from picking Jalen Suggs to the Warriors fourth pick? They got hella uh, guards. They got uh, the Warriors. I mean, I, 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 I read you. Nico Mannion. Plus, they still have. Uh, I'm not saying those guys are are better, but like, I didn't think that they would be looking at another guard. Yeah, I, I was peeping like their guard shit, and I was like, damn. But like, if you look at it, like they do still have Uber and Wiggins and all that. But like, if you look at their only their backup point guard is uh like Gary Payne or something. Like Nico Mannion, Brad <laughs> Watermaker, and uh, fucking Gary Payton the second all season. So for yeah, me, so I, I, pick, I, I feel I, like Jalen Suggs is like a no brainer for me, kind of. Yeah, he was like the best one there for me. And it's, and especially like the way the Warriors are, Curry is still in his prime. So I'm not as good as Jonathan Kaminga could be. I'm not trying to wait for him because we saw. Yeah, like what if you do? We saw what Wiseman is right now, and like I was talking about yeah. this last week. I don't think Kaminga is gonna be like. This probably like contributor right away, him being like, like the back. Oh, yeah. Because I feel like he still has a lot of stuff to work on. We got. I'm gonna talk about more about Kaminga, but I feel like with Jalen Suggs, you have somebody that a guard that could create for their own. Because other than that, who else we got? Like I said before, yeah, Michael Mulder. I feel like Nico Mannion and like Jordan pulled all them. They they not stopping me from taking another guard that can actually like really contribute because we saw what yeah. Jalen Suggs have even like did at Gonzaga. He's gonna come in. I feel like he's gonna come in the league and contribute right away. He a dog yeah, he, competitor, elite athlete, and I feel like he plays good defense. And I just feel like you could also play him on the same court with uh Curry too. Cause yeah, he, he could play off. Yeah. yeah, and he he's um he's a high IQ. not only is he like, he's a high IQ like person like. Like, yeah, like he's just like high IQ as a guy and shit like that. He's a, I feel like he's like that lead by example type of leader type shit. Like he's like one of those guys, and he was like he has that in him because he was a quarterback. Like he was a ranked quarterback, I think, like back in high school and shit. So he already has that shit ingrained in him, and he plays with passion and intensity and shit like that. So I feel like he's gonna rub off with, regardless, and that's definitely gonna make everybody else better. And and he has the vision to go with it to go with the size. So I feel like Jalen Green, that's a little good. Uh, I'm Paul Jalen Suggs is a good spot for him. Yeah, and, uh, I feel like probably like, out of all these players in this top five, I feel like it'll probably be like the easiest like plug in fit for like the Warriors wise. Like another player, like a player like Jalen Suggs, because I feel like my comparison to Jalen Suggs is like Drew Holiday. So if we put oh. like, feel like a player in like a Drew Holiday type mold with Stephen Curry, that's a match made in heaven right there. I feel like right there for me, and he might not start, so he might just play like a Tyrese Halliburton role. Yeah, and that, that could be good for him too. Like that's like he won't like too too much. He won't have like too much pressure and shit. Because what what did I say a couple weeks ago? When Curry goes to the bench, or when he's not playing, the Warriors have one of the worst offenses in NBA history. Shit, shit, that's right. Because who yeah, is creating? Well, yeah, and Clay Thompson out there. Well, yeah, that, yeah, he's he gonna be coming back. He gonna. I just feel like I don't want to rely on Clay Thompson. Clay Thompson, don't know yeah. what he's getting. Especially he's he's coming off basically the two worst injuries, and he wasn't always the best. Like she's not like no shot creator like that, like on the yeah. ball. I'm saying because like when Golden State was in their prime, you had other players that, like you had who I not draw that. You had fucking Sean Livingston and like Barbosa and like other niggas that actually create off the bench and Iggy, but you don't really got that at Golden State right now. Yeah, that's true. Comparisons I had, and I. Oh, well, wait! I, 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 I had to steal one of these comparisons because I stole one of mine too. There you go. 
but the main one I have is Drew Holiday. I feel like Taylor Suggs is just a good player, and I feel like he's gonna have like a solid career. He's gonna be flirting with like all star appearances or just being like a like I just see him being good in the league. I don't really see him yeah. being like a bust type player. Yeah. He's gonna contribute. Like I just like everything that he brings to the table. He's like that safe, safe type shit. Yeah, he a winner. Yeah, he a winner. We saw it at Gonzaga. Like you not like. He started that point guard as a freshman, and the team almost went undefeated. I don't care, like with veterans too, like, like how they play the like the West Coast Conference, but it doesn't matter, my nigga. Not too many teams do that. Yeah, Jalen Lassell is that nigga. And another comparison I had is like Chauncey Billups. I oh, I had that. Yeah, I can see him <laughs> Chauncey Billups, like a similar career. Chauncey Billups is he a tough? Yeah, and I see him, uh, Brandon Roy as well. Yeah, Brandon Roy, Roy also had that too. Like a little bit of like shot creation skills, but like not yeah. all the way as a player. But like certain aspects, I see like shades of uh, Brandon Roy. But the thing I need uh, Jalen Suggs to probably work on is shooting, is like shooting consistency because he shot around like thirty three percent. Thirty two? Oh, okay, yeah, something it was like, like that. Thirty two or thirty three, and I felt like he could probably become like an even better shot creator. Yeah, work on the shot creator for himself even more. Yeah, I feel like yes, yeah, if he he gets handled like more like. He gets handled like even more right and shit, and like his jump shot, like he has a clean, his jump shot is clean. And shit. Like, it's not like it's broke. Yeah, so I feel like even with more like reps and like he just like gets comfortable with his shot and shit. Like I feel like he's he's gonna be like he'll be all right. Cause you see, cause even high school he was he was taking crazy shots like 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 tough shots from like deep in high school and shit like that. So I feel like he could definitely like get like those reps in, like get it comfortable, and he'll be like a solid shooter from three. Yeah, even in college, you see him like he's had games where he's been hot. Like I'm looking at his. Sure. Uh, when he had a seven and ten from three game against uh, Iowa, like he's just a streaky shooter, just needs to work on, like being like more consistent. But I feel like in the NBA, I feel like he'll probably, he'll probably turn out to be like a good like thirty six percent shooter or some shit. Yeah, and he he's also like a really, he's a above average rebounder as well. He had like five, I think, but thirty six, he had like seven boards or something like that. Yeah, I'm looking somewhere around seven boards a game. So that's really solid for him. Like I feel like that's tough six four. You know, he could definitely play one and two, so. Yeah. yeah I would definitely like to see him go to state just talking about yeah. it. Bro. But I just feel like and- maybe they'll probably trade they picked up, but we ain't talking about that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on to number five. I got the Cleveland Cavaliers selecting Jonathan Kaminga. Yeah, I got Kaminga. Yeah. <laughs> cats. I pick Jalen Suggs. I'll go first again. The reason why I picked Jalen Suggs is like earlier you said in the podcast that the the Darius Garland, the Colin Sexton backcourt that can only last but for so long. Like that's not going to be effective. That's not going to like win you games. So well, I like that. I feel like uh, they would have made that change this year and maybe got rid of one of the two. Yeah, Sexton. that's not a bad pick. Yeah, and replace him with Suggs. That's where my thinking was on that one. And then, like, you guys already covered how he plays, his style, and mm-hmm. uh, comparisons, really. But, like, yeah. I I would fuck with uh, uh, Jalen Suggs in Cleveland. That would be tight. Yeah, that would be tight. I didn't even really – I didn't even have that in, like, thought, really, when I was doing that shit. No, I never thought about it either. Uh, number five, I got Jonathan Kaminga. Let me talk about the bright spots we have with Jonathan Kaminga. He has – if he gets to like his best version of himself, he could be probably the second best player. I still think Kane the best player, but like Jonathan Kaminga, 
He's a good driver. He could finish through contact, around contact, or over contact. Nigga <laughs> 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 gonna throw it on you. He gonna go around you, or he gonna go through you, nigga. He has like the size already, six eight, and he's like one of the youngest prospects we have in this drive. Yeah, he reclassed. He he from he played in Jersey, nigga. So yeah. you already know. You already know. <laughs> It's just something when you come to Jersey, it's just something about you. Like, you, all, everything about you just get boosted up. <laughs> Your ratings get boosted up. <laughs> but, like, the bright spots I saw about him, like, he has potential for, like, somebody that's 18. He has potential to, like, uh, you've seen him, like, go on a low post and, like, hit fadeaways and shit and show, like, the signs of footwork. So, he's a good, like, post scorer for what he is right now. Then you see him on the perimeter as well. Like, he saw flashes of it. Like, yeah. he could get better. Or whatever he needs to get, like get it like more short out and shit, but you can see him on the perimeter and shit. And at six seven with a six eleven wingspan, I feel like out like like the way he was playing too and his playmaking too was impressive. Like that's gonna be like something to look at going down the line. Like that could be a make or break. His uh, just him like really figuring out like that was like that position like the, the three or the four or whatever. Yeah, I feel like the biggest make or break for him is just his shooting though. Oh yeah, yeah, that is true. That's true. Thirty nine, like twenty five, and like yeah. I want to say sixty three. Yeah, sixty three. But when he was when he was playing, he also showed like the ability. Uh, good. He was a good cutter, just like how Jalen Green was. Both. Yeah. I feel like you kind of see those two like uh, like getting each other involved. Yeah, the chemistry was nice. a lot. Like I remember when I was watching, I always see like when it was on a fast break. Oh, Jalen Green to Jonathan Kaminga. Yeah. Jonathan Kaminga to Jalen Green, and you see them throwing alleys a little bit. He showed potential, like playmaking potential, but like also like the turnovers concern me a little bit. But he needs to work on like, but I feel like him growing as a player of hard. We'll just see. Oh, we'll see what this oh my god! Eighteen years. Time old. Time yeah, I, I saw that damn Bledsoe <laughs> <old> nigga. <laughs> nigga Curry oh had playing Twister. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Lord. Nigga like was looking like a break dancer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he really like side like he really playing Twister. Damn. Shit. Well, going back to Kaminga though. Shit. What's what's your comparison for Jonathan Kaminga? Uh, I've I seen Jalen Brown a lot. Yeah, I've seen Jalen Brown. Pascal uh, as well. I think right now, for my main comparison with him, is kind of OG and Anobi. Mm. Wait, why is he OG? I didn't even, I never uh, seen that one. I never thought about that one, actually. Similar frame, similar size, and I feel like uh, as of right now, Kamega, he's a good defender. OJ Anobi, I think he's probably like one of the best wing defenders we have in the league. Yeah, he does. I feel like Kamega could get to that. And we've seen flashes of like Kamega for his size, he could guard like almost like a lot of positions, probably like one through four. He's probably not consistently guard one and this shit, but like he could mm-hmm. hold his own against players. He's just gonna need to work on consistency and all that shit, but he's still 18 and young. But like when he's, when he's locked in, you will see him like he could cause havoc on the defense end and make the niggas have a tough night. But he just needs to work on like you still see him get beat off back doors and all that shit. But that's kind of like common and shit. Yeah. Yeah. If he works on all that. He could get to it. But like the thing that the reason why I have that like number five and all these shits below like Jalen Suggs and all that, I still think the shooting is concerned and also like shot selection too because he does. Oh yeah, that. <laughs> yeah, he was taking those like tough like like long twos or like a three that'll be like a tough one or whatever, and it would just like just be a bad miss. Like his misses were bad misses off his jump shots. Yeah, he and he needs to work on his ball handling. So I just feel yeah. like as like a prospect right now, I feel like OJ and Obi is probably like 
Jalen Brown is what he could get to. Yeah, like, OG. Realistically, he's probably like around like OG and Anobi. Yeah. And no, and if, he's like one of the, he's a good ass player, like a good ass starter on the champ yeah. on the team. On the championship team, too. He could yeah. Because be OG coming out was before he before he tore his ACL in the end, like he was a like a top ten. They were talking about him, he was a top ten pick and shit. And then he had went down with an ACL injury. Yeah, I remember that. All that. When he played for Indiana. Yeah, Indiana, yeah. So, you know, that's not even a back bridge because they're basically still in the same – like, they are definitely probably in the same place, like, at the same time time periods and coming to the draft and shit. Yeah. But if I'm, like, Kamega, I'm still, like, watching – I'm watching film on, like, OG and, like, Jalen Brown because that's yeah. like a similar mold to, like, what he is. But I feel like he's still, like, a raw – like, these top five players, he's the most, most raw, raw player. Where. And I feel like that's a gift and a curse. Because I feel like since him being the youngest, like, he definitely has time on the side or whatever. And he definitely has, like, with the skills that he has at that, like, age. Like, him being so, like, young and shit like that. Like, he have a lot of work, a lot to work with, so. Yeah. But I think he's got a solid career as a player. As long as he keeps the work. And, like, his shooter is just really going to be, like, the biggest deciding factor. If he could get to, like, a good a good shooter, like, to, like, what Jalen Brown is and all that, him, like, be able to create. Because Jalen Brown, he's also, like, another most improved candidate because he's taking another leap this year. So. Yeah. Kaminga tough. He not falling out of the top five, in my opinion. <laughs> the top five players. If they, yeah. any of these players fall out of top five, I'll be shocked, to be honest. Because, like, after yeah. these top five, I feel like it's just all interchangeable. There's no yeah. clear-cut six best player in the in this shit. Yeah. But moving on to number six, who y'all got? Uh, I okay, Let me say this first. This is, this is somebody going into the, going into the season that I thought could have been one of those guys, like, that could be a top five. And I got um Jalen Johnson going number six. Jalen Johnson, solid pick. Who you got, Jack? I got Moses Moody. All right, we all got three different picks. I got Scotty Barnes. Ooh. Scotty Barnes, that's tough. That's tough. Uh, who want to start at their picks? Because we all got different players. Um, I'll go first. Like, uh, reason why I picked Scotty Barnes because we talked about Darius Baisley earlier. So uh, I just feel like somebody at the full position is somebody like double drafting a player like Scotty Barnes. If y'all don't know who Scotty Barnes is, that nigga's baby Draymond. <laughs> yeah. I think it's like a high motor <laughs> defensive player that's gonna like playmaker. That's like a secondary like playmaker on your team and just like get up in you, talk his shit. Scotty mm-hmm. Barnes is that like that type of nigga. Just go and watch Scotty Barnes highlights. And you'll just I feel like you'll just be a fan just watching him play. Cause he's somebody that I want on my team, Scotty Barnes. But as good as he is, he's like he needs to work on his half court offense. And ball handling and his shooting is really gonna be like a big deciding factor for Scotty mm-hmm. Barnes. So another comparison I had Scotty Barnes, I feel like he's Justice Winslow kind of. That's ooh. Cause Justice Winslow, he played the one too. Justice Winslow, he was he's not a bad playmaker either. Yeah, we we saw we saw Point Justice. <laughs> <laughs> All point justice at one yeah. point. We even saw Justice Wesley play in center position. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. So, like, Scotty Barnes, he could initiate the offense, but, like, it's not like his scoring ability is kind of like a problem. He's not going to be like no 16, 17, ever like a 20 point score, in my, in my opinion. Agreed. Yeah. Like, his half court offense isn't there. He's not breaking down defenders. But, like, if he's scoring, it's probably because he's like, he's getting to the basket, like, he's getting past you and he's longer. He doesn't have like handles breaking you down and shit. Yeah. So, I, there's, there's nothing we can talk about. Is probably, what happened? 
Oh, no, nah, I'm saying like I'm gonna get to once I get to um to this nigga. There's another weakness I'm gonna talk about about him. Where uh, his defense is probably like his biggest upside, and why I had him going number six. I don't want to keep wasting time and talking, so y'all got it. <laughs> All right, uh, I'll go. Um, I'll take Jalen Johnson because I feel like talent wise, after those five, I think he's the best one left as well. Then, like you said, like the I do think the Thunder could use like that other like forward because when you look at their roster, they could. I mean, it's like tough. Like when you look at the people that's available and then who they can use like, everything. Yeah, everything really is. So like, I'm just like, I feel like I would just take Jalen Johnson because I feel like he's like, he's like the most talent, like closest talent wise to like the top five and shit. And like before he got injured, like he showed flashes of him. Like he averaged 11, six, two, two assists, one steal on the block. You know, he did turn the ball over at a higher rate. He turned over more than he, um, more than he uh, assisted, but. He shows flashes of a playmaker and like driving ability. His his scoring ability is like kind of what's like kind of tricks me off sometimes, and like his shooting. But like I feel like with his type of pro- like him as a prospect, I feel like he's like a very like solid one because he's like a point guard in like a like a six eight frame, like in a small forward basically. I agree. Yes, sir. Um, my pick, I pick Moses Moody because. I like the size of him. He's a 6'6", 205 guard. He reminds me a lot of uh, THT. He has like the, the, the defensive ability. He can score. He shot 42% from the uh, from two. But he, can, he can get that up a little bit. But other than that, like he has a, like a, a, a nice upside. And I feel like if he is – I don't know what his like highest upside he, he could be. I can see like an like all-star caliber player. I mean, uh, I don't know if he's a franchise change changer type of player, but no, I don't think any of these niggas out. Yeah, yeah, no, I I agree with that also. But I fuck with him a lot. I like it. <laughs> I like his game. When I was watching his draft express weaknesses and uh, his strengths, I was fuck, like, I, I I like him a lot. I was I'm starting to like him. He's probably my second favorite player in the draft. Yeah, Moses definitely Ooh, up there. Yeah. For yeah, he's tough. Who number one, Kane? Yeah. All right. Uh, all right, let's move on to number seven. Number seven, Orlando Magic. They got another pick because Chicago want to fuck shit up. Yeah. <laughs> Be honest. Mm-hmm. Uh, number seven, I got them going Jalen Johnson. I got Keon. Oh, you got oh, Keon you go. Johnson? Yeah, I got Keon Johnson. Who you got, Joe? I got them, uh, keeping Scotty Bars in Florida. All right, we're Ooh. So, all right. The reason why I got them going Jalen Johnson, and mind you, if this actually happens, you have Jalen Johnson and Jalen Green going to the Orlando Magic. <laughs> That's kind of a bright future right there because yeah. they already had like a solid ass court. But like Jalen Johnson, he has his uh, questions that he's going to have to answer, like all the stuff him leaving Duke. But like overall, if you look at like all the mock drafts, he hasn't really like dropped anything on the mock drafts. Yeah, that, yeah. Sorry for him. And he's a good ass athlete. I watched him at Duke. I feel like he was kind of like one of the hardest to kind of evaluate because I wanted to see more from him. But like, given what we saw, I still think he's probably like one of the best players we have in this class. He's a good athlete that gets up. He's at his best and like transition and going. He's like a guy that could grab and go. We see him be like a good ass rebounder. I think like his first and second game against Coppin State, he had like a 19 points and 19 rebound game. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 19 uh, rebounds in college is not easy. Yeah. So we've seen like flashes of him, even though we've seen like 
we've seen times where he's like quiet and he don't really notice him and like his scoring and like overall scoring and like half court is definitely gonna have to get better in my opinion. Jalen Johnson and another thing for the one of these players, I'm gonna say this like you gonna hear me say this a lot. Yeah. His shooting is gonna be like his biggest impact <laughs> of what he is in the league. Yeah, that is very true. And his shot creation because he needs to work on that too. But like defense, he has defensive potential because he has potential to even play like the five. Because we see him like do that like at Duke a little bit and protect the rim. I've seen him take charges. So like he he has his time on defense where he, he be doing his thing. But like as a young player, we also see him uh not be interested sometimes on defense mm-hmm. and not know where to be at times. But like my comparison for uh Jalen Johnson, it was kind of hard to be honest, because I want to say Ben Simmons, but I don't see him being like what Ben Simmons. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, because he's a lot. I know he's not gonna be like handling the ball and like being like a point guard how Ben Simmons is. But like you see shades of like him doing stuff with Ben Simmons looks like, especially at like a six nine, six ten, however the hell he is. Yeah, no, I, I agree big. with that. And another comparison I see is Aaron Gordon. Mm. Mm. Wait, why is Aaron Gordon? Uh, cause like I'm gonna go back to how I said like defensively, like how we see Aaron Gordon being like a good ass defender in the league. I could see Jalen Johnson kind of being that mode, and we see him like as a bouncy as he's a bouncy nigga. Get up, he dunks. Shit. <laughs> yeah, he, yeah, he's above the rim. <laughs> so I, that's like why I kind of see like the Aaron Gordon comparisons, and it's like they have a little bit of like wing skills, but not there all the way, kind of. Yeah. Like I don't want to see. I, He's a four to me. I don't see him being a three. Agreed. And that's how, like, that's how, like, Aaron Gordon was. He had, they had him playing the three, and he's really yeah, – he like, was not that. So that's what I got about Jalen Johnson. All right. Uh, I got Keon Johnson. I feel like it will be a nice, you know, nice uh, fit for Orlando. Like, that's another pick for them, which I'm going to call it. Get it after Jalen Green. I feel like another pick, yeah, Keon Johnson would be there to, like, He's a good defender. He's one of those type of guys. You know, he could, he's an athlete. You know, for tennis, he's 6'5", 190. He's, he could play the two and the three, which is like, I feel like that's a good thing. He he does need to improve his ball handling. But I feel like his, uh, which I'm going to call it, his elite athleticism, which I'm going to call it, he has a good frame too. It gives him that, uh, like a more of like a, a nice advantage over like the little guys. And like another person I compared him to, a person I compared him to, like I could see a little bit in, but like a younger, like Ron Artest. Ron Artest? Yeah, I see like a, like a younger Ron Artest, like, like them guys, like physical inside, like they can rebound and defend and shit like that. And he could, he could play. He has like some playmaker potential as well. So, yeah, I feel like Keon Johnson. Like for me, he was kind of like one of the hardest comparisons. Yeah, cause I see some people even comparing to like say a smaller Jalen Brown or something like that. But I feel like like his. I want. I just need to see his offense. I have to see his offense in NBA first, to be honest. But like, see how he does and whatever. But I feel like that Ron Artest one was the one that like kind of like stuck out. Like a younger version, though. Yeah. Uh, who you got? Uh, seven, Jay? Did you go already? Yeah, Moses Moody. Well, yeah, he went first. He went first. No, that was six. Oh, wait. Well, did he? You got Scotty Barnes, seven. Oh, he said back in Orlando. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I definitely did go. You went with Scotty Barnes? Or my buggy? I went over. Yeah, I went over Scotty. Hold on. I'm nah, you didn't go over Scotty Barnes. I went first with Jayla Johnson. Oh, you know, I think it is because Reg had mentioned Scotty Barnes for a different pick. 
So maybe we're getting confused with that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, all right, 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 right. So, oh, you're not, you're right. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't. My fault, my fault, my fault. I'm on my Kimball shit today. <laughs> but um, now that I think about it, I kind of take back that because if they picking Jonathan Kaminga and Scotty Barnes, like they they don't have time for that many projects at once. You said Magic? Yeah. Shit, they got all the time in the world to be, you know, if you look at that team. It's not like they really got anybody. Yeah, but I feel like they already got so many people they already like experimenting. Like it wouldn't even work. I guess to try to... Yeah, I'll probably Oh, I can see that. All right. Looking at it uh from like where you drafted, you got Kaminga to the Magic? Yeah. Well, I thought you got Jalen Green. Jalen Green was second pick to the Magic. Kamega. Yeah, and then uh, Kamega to the Cavs. Yeah, Kamega to the Warriors. Yeah, I did. Kamega to the oh, I'm I'm glad to the Cavs. I put it in mockout so that the teams aren't following the order we're following. But I have the players that like to match the order, but it's just different teams. So I'm looking at the teams fucking up. All right, so basically, so the same thing. All right, just go on with Scotty Barnes. Yeah, you got it right <laughs> the first time. Oh, but no, nah, but even still, I feel like if we're if you're gonna draft Jalen Green. Uh, that's like a good surefire player that you could look forward to and like actually get production from, like a player like Scotty Barnes. After they already have players like uh, who is still like who are they still like oh. Bamba is still getting experimented. Oh, like, yeah. all, all those types oh, of Bamba. players, like uh, how would they mesh and like how would that work? If I'm the Magic, do I even really want to take a chance on somebody who I don't think is going to be a surefire product? Like give me uh production as soon as I pick them. And I'm not saying that Scotty Barnes isn't that, but I'm just saying I feel like his his upside doesn't match his downside. Like it it could get bad for him if he doesn't like, because there are players who survive who aren't scorers and they are like just efficient at one thing. But all right, so you saying that? So my question to you is, who would you take that at seven at seven right now? If you was to think about it, who would I take at seven if I was to think about it? Would you take like a proven guy like Corey Kispert? Because uh, I'm just thinking about like the days right now. Other than that, what Davion Mitchell? Maybe like a Keon Johnson. Yeah, that wouldn't be a bad pick either, Keon Johnson, yeah, or even like like a, at the four. Because when you look at their fours, because right, you say that, but now we have the conversation of having oh, we got Jalen Green at the yeah, two and all. That. So I feel like Scotty Barnes would be a bad pick. Yeah, yeah, and you got eight. Yeah, Scotty Barnes oh, not be that bad of a pick. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'll I'll stay with Scotty Barnes, and I, he could even help the Magic because they need that that spark plug on defense. That got to yeah. get everybody. And I just feel like if you even have Scotty Barnes on that team, like the future of that defense is even more bright because you yeah. still have Jonathan right. Isaac, somebody that was one of the best defenders when he was playing basketball. Wendell yeah. Carter still has potential to being a good ass defender. Also, Mo Bamba. And you also have Mark Fultz and all those. I feel like that would be a good fit for them. Yeah, and just her. like a good core for the future. Because I feel like not, if I'm the Magic, yeah. I wouldn't really care about like the project wise. Because like, it's not like we got, we trying to win right now. It's like, mm. we in a rebuilding phase. We basically yeah, gave up Vucevic for a reason. Yeah. To try yeah, out some players. So I feel like. And if, I, oh, you go. I, nah, I was just saying, I feel like you was definitely like right with picking Scotty Barnes. That would be a good pick. Because if I didn't have a. Jalen Johnson, like for me, that was probably like the flip flop. Jalen Johnson and Scotty Barnes. I feel like they're two like similar. Props. Yeah, they're not similar, but they are similar. Yeah, yeah. No, like they are like they the physicals match and all that other type of shit match. But 
like they play not the same player. Yeah, yeah, play styles. <laughs> like they had the same like weaknesses and stuff uh, that they need to work on, but they don't play like the same player on the court. Which is crazy because at the end of the day, you break it down, they really are the same player. Yeah, right? <laughs> that's funny. All right, let's move on to number eight, the Toronto Raptors. I got those selecting Keon Johnson. I got Davin Mitchell. Yeah, uh, uh, James Book Knight. All right, three different picks again. Let me go to uh, Keon Johnson real quick. I bet. Uh, I think he's the second best athlete in the draft. Explosive athlete. He has good uh, body control, quick first step. He's good at moving off ball, which I, I always like to see because I hate people that's like so ball dominant. Yeah. Yeah. At times. And especially like for him, he's not going to be uh, playing on the ball a lot because he needs to work on his handles. He plays with a lot of energy, high impact defender. And just the passion he brings on the court. He brings energy and passion. So I always love a nigga that's a dog on the court. <laughs> and the biggest concern for him, I'm going to say this again, is the shooting. I feel like Here shooting is just like the deciding factor where he's probably going to be as like a long term, how, like how good he could be as a prospect. But he has potential. Like you seen like him like being able to shoot like mid range shots off the dribble and shit. So that's a little bit of a start, a little bit of yeah. excitement. Mm-hmm. But the three point shot it isn't there at all. Like really yet. I don't like know. I, I could check right now what he shot from three, but it ain't good. <laughs> yeah, because his elite there definitely not like. And I feel like that's the reason why I chose the comparison I had chosen because like because of one of those that reason like. And like you said, that could make a like that really could determine like his that's that what well, that is going to feel like determine his uh you know his upside and shit. Yeah, the swing skill for like basically almost like half these lottery picks is just yeah. if they could be able to knock down the shot. Yeah, yeah that's true. He shot twenty seven percent from three. Yeah. Well, one point in attempts. <laughs> but you know, um, I think when I was scouting uh some of them like some of the guys from Tennessee, like their offense. Like, I think their offense had to do with, the, like, like especially, like, you look at Jaden Springer, too. Like, your offense had to do with, like, some of them not really taking threes and shit like that. But they still are. Like, he does need to improve as a three-point shooter. But, like, the attempts, like, probably uh, uh, has to do with, like, some of the offense and shit like that. Yeah. Yeah. Also, like, I kind of agree with what you said. Because I looked at Jalen Springer, and he only shot, like, one point. I'm looking at it right now. He shot 1.83. Yeah. He shot, like, and he 24%. Shot yeah. So, like, I was really he... confused why he didn't shoot more threes. Where? When you look at him, like. When I was look like he does, he takes the shots, but like he would pass it up. You would think he does, but he could still hit the shots that he passes up. So like, and they were saying like the way like uh their coach does like plays like they do play like tough, like hard or whatever. So like, and then they don't really take those type of threes and shit like that. So like, it's kind of like limits. It takes it out of the game a little bit, but that's kind of the reason why they don't really uh, attempt that much, or it seems like they don't really like not really shooting as much from three. That sound like Tennessee. Remember mm-hmm. when called, they had two fucking linebackers that. Look like- <laughs> Grant Hill, and I, I said Grant Hill. Uh, Grant Williams, Grant Williams. Admiral, Admiral oh, Schofield. Schofield. Oh, yeah. my God. They just took like raw, like, solid niggas. And it was really going to really working out with the football team. <laughs> For real. Niggas in the weight room with the football team and shit. But now, uh, I picked James Booknight. Um, For wait, me? Wait, wait, wait. Before you go, I just want to talk about Keon Johnson on the Raptors. Bad, I feel like... Uh, out of situations, I like all these lottery picks. I think this will probably be like one of the best fits for him because I trust the Raptors like in developing players because mm-hmm. we see like how Pascal Siakam turned out, OG Ananobi, Fred Van Fleet, Chris Boucher. Mm-hmm. The name, the names go on and on. So I feel like yeah. it's be the best team to like kind of get like the most out of it. Yeah, but you could go on with uh, James Buckley. Um, 
going into this pick, I was wondering what the Raptors would be thinking, like what, like where they would want to go with this. Like, do you want to get grab a scoring guard? Do you want to grab somebody like a big or like I, I don't know. So I know that they were in turn, not turmoil, but uh, Kyle Lowry is probably not going to be there or whatever is going to be uh, happening with them next year. So I thought that James Booknight could fill that role. Or not fill the role for Kyle, for uh, Kyle Lowry, but just uh, give them another guard. He's a six five, a six five guard, one hundred ninety pounds. He can't get bigger on the physical side a little bit, and that can help him play a little bit more defense because that's what he does lack. He lacks some defense, like engagement on defense. But for his upsize, oh, oh my bad. For another weakness, he's also a a, a streaky shooter. This year, which is kind of odd because he shot lower this year than last year when he was uh, playing, he shot 29% or 27%, I'm sorry, from three. And then his freshman season at UConn, he shot another uh, 39. 39. Uh, I don't know how much attempts he shot. Yeah, I'm pretty sure his attempts went up a little bit. But uh, no, it wasn't 39. It was 35, my bad. But uh, yeah. Seeing it drop that much, it definitely was his attempts that went up a bit. But I feel like he could fill that role up for the Rockets and help the not Rockets, the uh, Raptors. Raptors, and help them score more because that's one of the places they lack a score. I'm looking at it right now. He shot 2.6 threes, and he basically doubled it this year. Oh, okay. So uh, he's gonna have to get his shooting up there a little bit more. I mean, he he was taking a lot of difficult shots this year. Yeah. Uh, who'd you have at eight, Kimball? Oh, I had uh, Davion Mitchell. Oh, solid pick, solid pick. Yeah, I had, yo, this, like, I really, like, looking back, like, like, I always, I wish you call like, like, I would hear about this thing, but I really was never pinned, like, looking, like, at him, like, I don't know, like, yeah, he's tough, but, like, when I really, like, broke down, broke him down, I'm like, damn, like, this nigga really is, like, a tough, like, guard, like, and a lot of comparisons I have, there's, like, a lot of comparisons I see for him, like, you see, I seen from Kemba Walker and shit like that, I seen Jared Jack. I even seen like Patrick Beverly and shit because of his defense, but I had to I had to compare it to like Ty Lawson, but like a better defender. Yeah, they just, both like, yeah, they both could like this. They, they could um, what should we call? They're like he's good. He's a good scorer and shit like that. He has like nice solid ball. He's a big body though. He's two or five, but he's six two and shit. And he is like a tough, like hard nose type of guy. He's a impacts like both ends of the floor and shit. And he has like a crazy first step. So, and he could uh, absorb contact in the rim. He's a great driver. He's 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 he could be get better as a three point shooter, but like he's improved from what I seen like from the past and shit. And his free throw percentage could get way better, but like I don't see him being like a like no like crazy like star or some shit. I feel like he, I could see him being like going to the um, Raptors and really like having like that type of like you know like you were saying like them developing their players and like them being like solid like like contributors to the team and shit like that. So I feel like uh, Davion Mitchell would have been a good pick right here. Yeah, I feel like he's probably gonna be like, like one that, of those rookies that contribute right away. Right, yeah. Because he, he is, is like 22. Yeah, I'm about to say he is older for his class. Well, yeah. like, out of everybody, all yeah. these prospects. Oldest player that we've been named so far. Yeah. Man. That's crazy. 22 getting old now. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> feel like you just get started. Niggas calling you old. Yeah, right? Shout out, like, yeah. Come on. <laughs> nah, that's crazy. Niggas really, like, they see a nigga that's 22 and niggas just get turned off. Yeah, man. Like, fuck, like, one, like a couple months. Like, like yeah. damn, nigga. Like, I just turned 21 and niggas not fucking with me. <laughs> yeah, it's too late, bro. Nah, but, like, you gotta do see what they say because, like, if 
because if you kind of do look at it for like the age perspective, you still see like once you like 22 and like say you put up good ass numbers in college. Yeah. It's kind of like because you like figured it out college more and shit, and like mm, yeah, more experience, and you older than everybody. Yeah, so like, what's the, like your shit? Like, how much are you gonna get better? Or like, if we see like a nineteen year old or some shit, eighteen year old that's kind of doing like flashes of the same stuff that you doing. Just imagine like if you put him in like all this NBA training and shit, and like five <laughs> years from now, yeah. when this nigga is twenty two, you about to be twenty six, like stuff like that. Because this nigga. Y'all know Devin Booker is like 23, right? Or like 24. Damn. It still amazes me today. <laughs> I feel like he's been in the league for like eight years. <laughs> I was called like 25. Nigga, <laughs> nigga said 23. Yeah. Oh, it's about to be like the same thing like Brandon Ingram too. He's oh, like, yeah. He's like 22 right now or some shit. Nigga, all right. like that's really crazy because like our age, like around our age. Right. Fuck. Oh, and one more thing I also want to mention about David Mitchell. Like I also did want to compare, like I could see him being like a Marcus Smart as well like and so like because they, they kind of have like the same body and like kind of like they're like them as defenders and shit yeah yeah i could see that as like a nice uh, comparison for them too well, i have a question about david how do y'all feel about him as like a shooter like if you look at his percentages okay. yeah his free throw percentage is like i don't like it uh, his free throw percentage because nah, he i'm talking about like his three-point percentage that shit was sky high but like the year before oh, no. Damn, I want to pull it up right now. But when you talk about the free throw percentage, what do you shoot? He shot 64%. He shot 45 from three this year. Nigga shot 51, 45, and 64. Yeah, because I'm, I'm saying, like, the year before, he shot 32% from three. But, like, the next year, he shot 45%. So, like, I'm kind of curious to, like, how good of I mean, a shooter he is. Yeah, I'm looking at attempts. He shot five. I'm looking at points, attempts. Like, he's taking a lot. It's 32 like, to 45, yeah. nigga, that's an old D <laughs> That's obviously not sustainable. So I just kind of like I want to yeah. see like how good of a shooter he is. Cause when when you look at it, like his attempts, I see nine, ten attempts. He made six of ten, two of two. He went three games. He shot all four, but then he came back like five or seven. Like he takes a lot of threes. It looks like, like at least four and a half or five. I ain't even noticed he shot this bad from the free throw line. Yeah, I mean that's one of the shit. Like I did for his whole uh, career, he's shooting. 66%. That's basically yeah, generous because this past year he shot 64. <laughs> his freshman yeah. year is his best year for the free throw line. And he, I think it's, he don't get the lineup. Well, I yeah. think he could he, get he the doesn't. lineup. <laughs> he takes two free throws a game. But nigga, like, somebody that's I like, mean, that gets to the basket and has like exposed to him, I feel like he'll probably and take he's strong. Yeah. But he, I guess he probably avoids contact or some shit. I don't know. I haven't seen enough. I didn't even know he shot that bad, to be honest. But we can move on to number 10. I got all right, number nine. Nine, yeah, I'm about to say what? <laughs> number nine. We got the Sacramento Kings. These niggas right, cool, back in the lottery for the past 20, 15 years. Uh, you think when do you think that's gonna happen? Huh? What do you think that's gonna happen for these niggas? 2031. Damn, I wonder what's the longest drought in like NBA history. The team making the playoffs. Sure. It gotta be them. It gotta be. It might be no, nigga. Actually, I don't know. Because Golden State was bad like in the 90s and like 2000s. Yeah. I don't know. I'm gonna have to check up on that. But Sacramento Kings, I got them. I got them. Uh, Corey Kispert. Yeah, yeah me too. Uh, so we all agree. <laughs> yeah. I feel like we was talking about it. We was like a couple weeks ago. It was like did he kind of get exposed. But, like, just still looking back at it, I'm still taking that nigga to the lottery. Yeah. <laughs> I, I based it up, like, I looked at their roster, 
really and like when you like you like we were talking about uh Tyrese Halliburton earlier and shit like and then it saved well with Buddy Hill and shit. But you look at their small fours, they just have uh, Harrison Barnes and like Mark, like uh I think Robert Woodard. Yeah, and I feel like Harrison Barnes is probably like the best he could play like best at the four too. Yeah, so like you get like a nice sniper in there with them. Say if you do lose uh yeah, buddy or whatever. Wait, what happened? No, nah, I call Harrison Barnes stiff ass nigga. No. <laughs> Yeah, but you say we do lose like Buddy Hill and shit. You bringing in like a life out shooter and shit, and he's like, he's wait like. Oh, yeah, I didn't think about that. Like Corey Kispert, like damn, like like when I looked, I'm like, damn, this nigga really better than like what I like what he looked like. Cause this, he averaged 19 and five, and he shot 53, 44, 88. So you know he's gonna be a shooter. Nigga. Yeah, that boy, and his shoot, shooting percentage was 60, 67 percent. Like his percentages is through the roof. Nigga. Yeah, that's what Yeah, so he's like. He keeps the he doesn't really turn the ball over either. Like his he projects to be like a good like to not really turn the ball over like that. But one thing he does like struggle, he needs to get to the foul line more. He's not like he needs to be like more aggressive and shit like that. I feel like that's just not his game though. Yeah, well, yeah, that is true, but like, yeah. And he's one of those guys that improved, like he really improved like from like where he started and shit. I got a question. So um one of my Comparisons for him was like a kind of like a Duncan Robinson type of guy, but well, you know how Duncan Robinson and like earlier in the season he starts to cook and then later on players start to figure him out. Would I be like the same type of situation for Corey Kispert? I, he, I think he, I think he could do more like offensively than uh, uh, what's him called Duncan Robinson type. Yeah. Well, I feel like. Cause he's a he could cut like he could drive three six seven like two top he like two something I forgot he I think he's he like two twenty or something two twenty yeah he's two twenty so that's when he was, I had I had a comparison to Martel Webster Martel Webster mm. yeah damn y'all didn't pick the easy comparison <laughs> y'all don't watch Corey Kispert see Joe Harris I mean I yeah, yeah Joe Harris is there but I didn't want to just like because I knew y'all niggas like I didn't want to use like the obvious but I wanted to go some shit like I compare Martel Webster because Martel Webster had like the body like I want they had the same body and they could both shoot. And like the way they the way they come up this uh like the way they words come out come out of to the draft and shit like Moss Webster was like he really was like a shooter and shit and the way they both scored they could cut and all that so I feel like that's why I chose him because they have like a similar body to go with the you know like the skill and shit like that so yeah my nigga Kemba Burn that throwback player from like two K twelve that was Kemba's guy you know Kemba used to be a Trailblazers fan right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That was a face. That was a face. That was a face. Oh, nah. Kimmel used to like the Trailblazers, like the Pistons back in the day, like randomly. <laughs> nigga, the Knicks is really allowed to be dumb. So, fuck, I was like, nah, nigga. This is a little face, right? Nigga, give me something else to root for. for <laughs> but, like, the Corey Kispert and, like, Joe Harris, I feel like that's just, like, the perfect comparison. Yeah, that, yeah. That's like, probably the most obvious. And, like, also, like, I feel like the reason why it's a perfect comparison because they both, like, lights out shooters, but, like, if you watch like Joe Harris play, he still has times where you could just put the ball on the floor like a little bit and score. And he's a high IQ player. Joe Harris, I mean, Corey Kisper is like one of the best cutters to that we have. Yeah. Like if you watch Gonzaga's offense, it just came off a lot of that cutting and yeah. shit. And like him just knocking down threes. Yeah. And he could rebound too. Pretty good too. Although he did get like cooked in the tournament and like <laughs> in the championship game against Baylor, but it was just because. It was just, I think it was just really because of bad matchup. Oh, yeah. Even going back to my point, like how uh, he got figured out in the tournament, will that be a similar situation? That's what I meant to tie it in with, but I forgot. My bad. Uh, I feel like 
I don't think it's going to be as much of a problem, like, figure it out-wise. I think, like you said, Duncan Robinson, I feel like he's still, like, an impactful player and, like, still brings value to the team because at the end of the day, if them niggas still running around, like, uh, trying to, like, run around screens and shit, it's still opening up the offense for everybody yeah. else because you stay still drawing attention. So I feel like in that aspect, uh, I can see what you're saying a little bit, but I don't think it matters as much because it's not like he's going to be, like, relied upon to be, like, that guy. Kind of because he's if on the team, he's probably like the fourth option or fifth option. And he also has like if he goes to Sacramento Kings that we all have him going to, we have good playmakers for him and Tyrese Halliburton and and also Darren Fox. I feel like that would just be a good fit for him. And like defensively, I wanted to talk about that. Like he's probably not gonna be a nigga that's a lockdown defender, but he he gives he's probably not gonna be like if you just look at him and you just see the white boy frame and all the oh. niggas, you just know that nigga. Like niggas just probably think he lunch meat and all that shit. But yeah, he's like strong. Like he, he could he yeah, could like, hold his own in some cases and shit. But like he's not he's not like you said. Like, he's not gonna be no crazy defender. Like he could be competent or whatever. Like he could get those like those like you know those uh those like pokes outs and shit. Those like interceptions or whatever. But not that he can like lock you up and shit. But his his weight his strength really helps him too. Like yeah. He's more of like a team defender more than like a party. Yeah. He's not going to be a good individual defender party ever. Right. Like as a team defender, he's going to know where to be and shit. Like that's why I have him. He's like a high-ass IQ player. Yeah. And he's yeah, and he's older, so he's like definitely one of those safe bets too. I feel like the king – I feel like this is like a perfect spot for him. Yeah. He doesn't have a high ceiling, but he has a high floor. Yeah. Because if you have a nigga that can shoot, you always valuable. We've seen yeah. Davis Bertans <laughs> got paid $80 million. Yeah, That's crazy. <laughs> Joe Harris again paid bank too. Like – all you need to do is be able to shoot that shit at like a 44, 45%. If he's shooting that shit at a 45% clip, nigga, like he's doing that college, oh my God. That's why he's I'm like, so used on the why, like guys are still coming into the league without a shot. Like that should be the main focus. It's, it's easier said than done, though, I guess. But that yeah. separates cool. the players. That's yeah, really separates everybody. That's a fact. Because we talk about every year, like, oh, if he develop a shot, he could be like that. But, like, yeah, as years go on, niggas just never they never do it. do it. Yeah. And just also that it could just be, like, it's just mental shit, too. There's a lot yeah. of aspects that kind of go into shooting. And even with that, like, this nigga shoots that shit at a high clip. <laughs> oh, he got a couple games where he's shooting at least 10 or 11, like, three yeah. and shit a game. Like, this nigga's be like, I saw a some shit that he's definitely the best shooter in the class, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think yeah, he definitely. You heard that podcast I was listening to yeah. earlier? Oh, uh, oh, yeah. No, I think you know I'm talking about Kim. It was, me and Jay was listening to a podcast earlier. It was like, oh, I think I'm about to end up the one you sent. Oh, never mind. I think which all the oh yeah, that was a good ass podcast too. We got to oh. talk later. Yeah, but, I didn't finish that one. That's right. Uh, we kept, me and uh, Jay was listening to a podcast. I think it was like a different episode. Somebody was trying to make the argument how like Kate is like the best shooter mm-hmm. in the class because he shot like forty percent. And like the way, like the, the degree of difficulty of his shots, and I was like, all right, that's the only part I could give you. But Corey Kiss was still the best yeah, shooter, yeah, bro. Yeah. Like, yeah, because when you look at the advanced stats, really, like that nigga, like he reject, like, <laughs> huh? I feel like yeah, that's, I feel like that's just overthinking it. Yeah, yeah, and like it, the degree right. of difficulty for some of those shots, like for Corey Kispert, although it looks like it just an easy like catch and shoot, he running off a screen, he coming yeah. off a pin down, he coming off like it's, it's like. A whole bunch of other stuff yeah. that goes into that's it. That's just like me just trying to, to say, like, probably, like, who's a better shooter, James Harden or Duncan Robinson? Yeah, like, exactly. I wouldn't say James Harden because he's doing the off the dribble more. Thanks. If it's probably, like, 
He a good ass shooter, James Harden, but like yeah, that nigga was, yeah. shooting wise, I'll probably take Duncan Robinson. Duncan Robinson. Robinson. I think yeah, it's just strapped. No, James Harden should strap. Word. I know what I mean. Yeah, I know exactly. <laughs> Another thing about Quick Hisbury was that he shot fifty four percent of the field. Fifty three balls. And that's another thing. It's never that. It's never that difficult, bro. You don't have to break it down to make it that hard. Like, all you got to do is just look at what you're looking at. You don't have to make it. I hate when niggas do that. Trust your eyes. Man. <laughs> yeah, literally. Yeah. Trust your eyes. All right, let's move on to number 10. The New Orleans Pelicans. I had them selected Moses Moody. Yeah, I got Moses Moody. 10. I, I It was tough for me right here. Like, I was going back and forth with him and uh, him and uh, what's his face? James Blue Knight. I took uh, Keon Johnson. Keon Johnson? Yeah. Ooh. All right. Uh, reason why I picked Moses Moody at 10, he could – he could, I could easily see him going like six picks. So, what you said, Jay, I yeah. know Thunder. Yeah. I like Moses Moody a lot. And if this happens, we all have like the similar uh, like top 10s. You know what that means, right? What? Three niggas from Mount Verde Academy is going top 10. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Yo, that's, that's crazy. You don't even think about that shit, damn. And one of them is going number one. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Bro, I see. That's crazy. That I would be better than just coaching at a – like, I would rather be at the high school, like, powerhouse. Than, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. Nigga, Kevin Boyle got it good. Yeah. Because I was uh, watching a video, too, the other day. And it was talking about, like, uh, before, like, the COVID shit happened for that uh, Montverde team. They was beating teams by an average of 30 points. <laughs> that's ridiculous. <laughs> like, you might well and they play on the national schedule. <laughs> Yo, that's not nigga. Yeah, they did make Oak Hill look like boys. I can't hold up. Oh, nigga, it's been like that for the past five. <laughs> what was the last time like Oak Hill beat Mount Verde? Ah, uh, damn. I don't even know. If y'all the prospects, you don't even get in. I'm like, y'all be getting them now too. Like, we used to get them how y'all get, get that shit. Oak Hill be getting some bullshit lately. And then when prospects do go there, like they just had uh Dior and fucking uh Zion, Zion. Cruz, and they both transferred back to their schools where they was at. Like, fuck, where you going? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, Zion Cruz, but they go there. Damn, yeah. that's crazy. All right, let's move on to Moses Moody, though. I'll really just be chatting sometimes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> nah, Moses Moody really like one of my favorite prospects of the drive. Right away, I feel like he's a three and D wing, and that's something that the Pelicans have somebody that could play defense, and he's long. So, like, yeah. I feel like he can guard, like, the twos or threes. So, maybe, like, long-term-wise, if B.I. doesn't become defender that he should be, you got Moses Moody and you can plug him on, like, one of the best defenders. Alongside, you still got Lonzo Ball, too. Yeah. And that's an OD. That, that, those two, that backcourt is, like, OD length. Like, this nigga 6'6", 205. <laughs> yeah, playing I that think backcourt. he has, like, a reported, like, 7-foot, seven 7-1 seven wing. Yeah, you can see it. And I think it's, he's still – he's going to be – he's still 18. Yeah, he's young. He could shoot off the dribble, off the catch. He has a good feel for the game. And you watch him play, he doesn't, like, really force anything as much. Yeah. And I think right away he's just going to be, like, an impactful player. He's probably not going to give you, like, the the points-wise. I feel yeah, his like – numbers aren't going to jump off the page for you. Bro. Yeah. I remember watching him against Kentucky. Like, there was – like, like you said, like, he doesn't force it. Like, because he, he was, like, he was struggling, but then he just, like, stopped. Like, you, like, I didn't really see him, like, come back to shoot. And then, like, later on, he just started getting into the group. We started, like, that's when he started trying to score again. He was doing other things, and then he just started bringing it back to the scoring and shit. But, like, yeah, I was just jumping back onto what you're saying about him, like, you know, like, what he was doing and shit like that. And, like, he could be a solid, he could be, like, a solid shooter uh, and shit like that. Like, I had to compare to, I seen Allen Houston, compare, seen him compare to Allen Houston. Allen Houston? Yeah, that's a solid yeah. comparison. My like, comparisons yeah, we, I had, yeah. I had two of them. I had a 
Mikhail Bridges, like, say if he doesn't, like, probably, like, right now, like, if he doesn't develop, like, the shot creation, I feel like that's probably, like, the biggest, well, one of the biggest holes in this game. Also, I want to uh, point out that he's a good rebound. He averages, like, six rebounds a game, like, per 36. And he gets, like, uh, a good amount, like, a rebound and a half offensively. Yeah. Boys. So, like, Mikhail Bridges is probably, like, a good comparison, I think, for him. But if he does, like, develop into, like, the shot creation potential that we've seen, like, a little bit of him that he's shown, uh, I will go back to the comparison that Jay threw out with the Chris Middleton. Ooh. I feel like that's just, like, a perfect comparison. Yeah. I think you said that, right? I didn't even say that. Oh, shit. <laughs> I could have swore you I said that. I was going to take the compliment to Kimball. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Damn. <laughs> no. All right. Never mind. Uh <laughs> Wow, yeah, I like that. Comparison for him is probably like Chris Millicent. If he does like reach his probably like ultimate ceiling, one yeah. of those guys. Because Chris Millicent, as good as he is, as like he's a good ass player, 50 40 90, and he's just been flirting around for like the past two years. Yeah. But like he probably isn't there like all the way as a shot creator. Yeah. Still, probably Moses Moody probably getting into that range as best. He could be like a perennial all star or he could probably make an all star too. But I could also see him being like a solid ass player like Mikel Bridges is right now. But, That's like, right. the biggest thing he needs to work on that I saw, he shot 53% around the rim. That's a that's a little bit concerning. Yeah, he shot, like, 42 from the field, I think. Yeah, he shot, like, 43 from the field for the season. Dang. Uh, he gets a line. I mean, I, does he get a line or Uh, Let me look right now. Oh, I think he actually he does. does. I'm yeah, he does. Yeah. He should... Oh, damn. This nigga gets a lot of life. Oh, he don't really miss free. Oh, what's his free throws? <laughs> that's noted. He took five playing <laughs> free throws a game. If y'all don't know, that's a good That's a good amount. Yeah. That's a lot. God damn. Bro, if you look at, like, the box scores, like, game log, you see a lot of 10, uh, like, a lot of mo- double-digit attempts in here. He did have like a bad tournament though, because the last two games this nigga shot like fucking six or thirty. <laughs> Damn, this nigga shot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look at that short. Uh, I feel like he's definitely like better when he's getting credit for. It. But he, he still needs to work on his three point shot. I feel like he could be an even better shooter than he is. But the form is there, and that shit looks silky. Yeah, that's one of the reasons why I did two thousand Houston, and they're both long and like kind of like same like height and shit. Yeah. All right. So y'all, who y'all got at ten? I forgot. Oh, I had Moose Moody. Oh. Jay, you went? Uh, no. Keon uh, I, yeah, I had Keon Johnson. Uh, the reason why I picked Keon Johnson is just watching Eric Blood. So, uh, with the Pelicans is not it. And they need watching it right now. Yeah, exactly. And they need a replacement. And I feel like Keon Johnson, like, he can help. Now, like he's not gonna take over the whole, the entire load. Like right off the bat, but I feel like he can help and it would make it a lot better. Yeah, especially like defensively, because we talked about the Pelicans already. Yeah, we, yeah, we always talk. We, we already exhausted every Pelicans conversation. Yeah, they defense is supposed to be better than actually is. They got one of the worst be- defenses, blah, 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 nigga. All right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But no, nah, yeah, I want Keon Johnson just because, like, I, I'm tired of saying, get that nigga out of Pelicans jersey now. <laughs> yo, hey, yo, Russell Westbrook. Yo, he, yeah, he put some crazy stats. Nigga, like twenty-four boards, like twenty-one assists. Nigga had fourteen points, twenty-one <laughs> rebounds, and twenty-four assists. What the fuck? <laughs> nah, and they won too. I think that's the one thing I always get 
Well, Russell Westbrook credit for it. That nigga play hard, my nigga. Yeah, he how does. the fuck you get twenty? How many twenty one <laughs> rebounds? Twenty one rebounds and twenty four. <laughs> yo, if you see, yo, I don't know if y'all seen that. It was like a commercial. They're showing it like this nigga snatched the old rebound ball for Nick. Yeah, <laughs> damn. So like I was just on two K earlier. I didn't even get that on two K. Nah, that's old. Like, 
like, cause when, cause I feel like it's a lot of these guys, like they're like interesting, like, and there's times like play types, uh, they're play types and shit. And I feel like the way him, him and this guy, like that guy Joe Forte, they're really similar. Yeah, and, like in terms, Carolina, Carolina, yeah, he's like a point guard and shit. Not like what you like, know a year. Oh, that I want to say like maybe two thousand before two thousand three. Uh, yeah, I definitely wasn't paying attention to North Carolina like that. So I yeah, and like I said, the Sean Stevenson, the Sean Stevenson one, because like his, uh, they had the same kind of like build. They're both like big, like they're six five strong. They could play D. They were both like tough, like uh, line drive, uh, you know, uh, drivers and shit like that. And they take it to the rim, but I feel like he could like get better. I want to see him, like you said before, like because his shooting. I want to see him take more threes. See how really effective he is from three, and like uh, he needs to get better as a scorer like, around the rim more. Because sometimes he does get out of control. Yeah, where do you see him like best at? Like the one or two? I feel like he's a two. Yeah, I feel like he's a two because I feel like it's like he don't he don't scream like OD playmaker. Like he's really gonna like like handle the ball like that. Like I feel crazy. Like he's like more like a secondary type ball handler. Yeah. Uh. I think I had another question. Uh, well, you said Deshaun Stevenson as his uh, comparison, right? Yeah, like like a probably a better Deshaun Stevenson. Are you sure, bro? You know Deshaun <laughs> Stevenson was compared to Michael Jordan <laughs> coming out <laughs> of high school. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Nah, that's well, top three. One of the most wildest comparisons. Nah, I'm being drafted. I remember that. Niggas are Michael Jordan. Fuck, what was he doing in high school? Wasn't that nigga like a second round pick and niggas compared to the Michael Jordan or some shit? Where are you going to drive? I think he either went late first. He might have went late first round. Like maybe in like the late 20s or like early second. Out of high school. still blast me. If the nigga yeah, out of high school. One, fuck you compared to the Jordan. <laughs> like really like come on. That's like how, how much farther away was LeBron? When did LeBron get drafted? I mean when did this nigga get drafted? Deshaun the, the Stevenson? I think it was like 2002, 2001 around. Fuck niggas heard this nigga LeBron. I mean to Jordan out of high school and shit. Nah, that's funny. <laughs> uh, Jalen Johnson, Jay, what was it? Uh, we already talked about a lot of his physicals and all this stuff. Uh, the fit, although he can't shoot, I just feel like uh, he'll be able to play make and help uh, alleviate all the pressure. And as long as they keep shooters around him, and I don't know how will him and Russell Westbrook work. Oh no. This is where it gets a little tricky for me because I'm trying like after pick six, it's just like yeah, I, I, yeah, I had some trouble there. Yeah. I did have yeah. trouble like flip flopping and shit. Yeah, because that, that, I I switched a couple of players, and when I switched them, I took somebody that I was supposed to draft for the Wizards off, and I put Jalen Johnson as a replacement. Yeah, think about it. Like, damn, where where do you see like or? If you could put plug in Jalen Johnson somewhere, what do you think his best fit would best be? Best fits? Yeah. Uh, the Magic, the Thunder, other teams. Oh, uh, the Thunder. Maybe the Raptors. Yeah, I'll say Raptors because I oh, Raptors. They, they, they like uh, scouting. Yeah. And development team. Yeah. But those three are probably like the teams that jump out to me the most because like. Other teams that we need, the Kings, uh, I guess. Oh, yeah, I, he could go to the Kings. Yeah. Because he could be the four. Marvin Bagley is kind of... Yeah, I didn't want to ask a question about him when we saw one of the Kings. But... Shit, I don't know if they even want to take another dupe nigga after Marvin yeah. Bagley. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah. Hey, yeah. I think it's our nightmares and shit. Uh, all right, let's go with number 12, the Indiana Pacers. I got them selecting... I got James Bucknight with this pick. Uh, oh, I got Scotty Barnes. Scotty Barnes, James yeah. Smith. Yeah. Uh, I got James Buck Knight. Uh, 
watching this game, I did notice that he was kind of a good off-ball player, which is kind of good to see. Because if you ain't going to be the number one guy about that game, you're going to have to know to be how yeah. to play off-ball. So that's a good sign for him right there. Yeah. But, like, in college, he was an explosive scorer. We see him that him get buckets when he's hot. He's a crafty scorer, good rebound for his position. Like you said, Jay, he's a streaky shooter. And the areas of improvement that he needs to work on is his ball handling, playmaking for others, and defense. And my comparisons for him was Richard Hamilton, one of the best off-ball players of all time. Shout out to Richard Hamilton. And Derek White on the San Antonio Spurs. Oh, Derek White. Cause they, like yeah, because they both like crafty scores. And we saw like two years ago with uh Derek White having a solid series against uh against the Nuggets. He had like a 37-point game. We still saw him get buckets, Derek White. Yeah. So I just saw I just feel like James Buck Knight could bring that to a team, like a microwave type guy. That's a fact. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah, I took uh I took Scotty Barnes to Indiana. And like this, I feel like Scotty Barnes is like I don't think he's gonna to me, I feel like his like offense really is is really gonna have him like around this area, in my opinion. Cause I feel like like offensively, he's it's really there's really not much there to to me offensively, like at the moment. But he the thing like about him, he's a great playmaker. He has an inter- he has interesting game upside, and like he makes impressive reads on the ball, good pick and roll, and sh- good in the pick and roll or whatever. But like he doesn't improve the outside shot in his offense, and it's like. For a guy his height, like he doesn't really post up as much to like little guys. He doesn't really finish well as well either. That's which I noticed. And he does turn the ball over from doing too much, but he doesn't really just like turn it over off of like no crazy stuff. But like he does too much at times in terms of like driving and stuff like that. But he could definitely get better. He has size and skill, a good frame, plays on long strides. I feel like it would be a good pick for them. And they got the I think the Pacers got like two power forwards on this team or something like that. Then the Pacers got yeah, they got they don't really have like that much like at that spot, so I feel like it'll be a good, like, easy slide in there for Scotty Barnes. Yeah, I'll be solid. Who do you have at the toilet, Jeff? I had uh, Springer. And the reason why I chose Jaden Springer, because like I said before, once I got uh, this low, I just started looking at uh, Fitz, and I feel like for Indiana, who is their um their other two guard? It's Brian. Oh, please. They have Karis Avert and Justin Holiday, Jeremy Lamb. Wait, wait, the two guards is Justin Holiday, fucking Jeremy Lamb, and Karis Avert. So. Yeah, yeah, I feel, like he, I feel like he could come in and make up an instant impact. Like Kimball said before, he's a great scorer. He can do it like Reggie said earlier. He can do it off both feet. That's a, that's a lot. Like I'll, that's rare. You see that in young players that he uses the two feet game a lot. He used the post up game a lot. Got, you think so? I don't see him use twenty feet at all. That's like my problem with him sometimes. Yeah, I might have to watch him a little bit more. But I feel like he used two feet a little bit too much. Oh, they think it's too like uh, predictable. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna probably watch more of him because yeah, I'm gonna like, watch more also. I probably didn't, I don't know, like Tennessee, I probably didn't watch as much of games as I wanted to, or as I should have. Because those niggas, when I was watching them, it was just boring to watch sometimes. Tennessee. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, And, like, yeah. when I was watching them, those niggas was not getting to it, Keon Johnson and uh, Jada Springer. Because they did have, like, especially, like, early on in the season, it was just inconsistent. Yeah. 
Uh, we can move on to 13. We got two more to go. Uh, I got 13. We got Golden State with another pick. Oof. I got, I got James Book Knight. James Book Knight. Uh, yeah. I got to taking uh, Franz Wagner. Oh, Franz Wagner. I got uh, Davion Mitchell. Davion Mitchell. Yeah. All right. I got Franz Wagner because. I had him taking Jalen Suggs earlier on, so I wanted to get them like another wing, and I feel like he could probably like fit, kinda, because he's like a smart IQ player, and he's good at playmaking too. So you already know the offense how the Warriors run. You need like high IQ players. Yeah. So I feel like it's kind of like a good spot for him. He's a well-rounded player. He does like a little bit of everything. Versatile defender. Uh, good feel for the game, and the problem is. Well, the things I want him to work on is his ball handling and his shooting consistency. And the comparison I have for him is uh, Nicholas Platoon, especially when he was on the Portland Trailblazers. I like that. All right. Um, I go with mine. Um, I picked David Mitchell just because uh, he's – I feel like the Warriors – the offense is the last thing they really need to worry about, do like because they have Clay back and they can always figure it out with, with Curry and Clay. But the defensive end really needs to get rounded out, especially now because like Draymond's getting older. They don't really have that guy they can rely on to guard like the best player because Draymond, like he is a great defensive player. He's one of the greatest defensive players, but at the end of the day, when that age kick in, you're not going to be able to stop D book. You're not going to be able to stop like some of these young guns who who's like, he's not speeding them up. And like that pit bull mentality of him trying to like speed the game up for these guys, it's not really working anymore. So I don't know. I feel like Davion Mitchell will come in and, and help guard the best player. Also, he's a good shooter. So that falls in line with uh, Golden State's, uh, their, their mantra. So, uh, that's why I think he would be a good fit for Golden State. Okay. I had um James Knight going to the Golden State. Cause I feel like he was definitely the I feel like he was gonna be my best player there. And I feel like that he would he would actually add like more like cover for Clay Thompson. Like cause I feel like you don't want to just like rush him right away into like some like like heavy uh like you know heavy working shit. I feel like James Knight would be a perfect spot. Like he's a shooter. You know, he fits the Warriors culture. He like you like Red said it earlier, he plays off the ball. He's one of the best off the dribble and pull up shooters in the, the, the draft. He has he's he's a solid, he has good leaving Billy also. He's a, like he could play, he could rebound as well. And like I like the comparison Red had like with, with uh what was it Rip Hamilton, right? Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, 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 yeah, I feel like that comparison. So I feel like this would be a good solid pick for the Warriors, especially at 13 if he lands here. So yeah. Uh, all right, let's move on to the final pick. Number 14, I got the San Antonio Spurs taking uh, Alpes. Single. Say the name, Kimble. Alperen Single. All right, there we go. <laughs> if you ever want to know a nigga name, just DM that nigga Kimble. <laughs> He's going to send you a voice message. <laughs> no, no, I, had a- I don't know how to pronounce some of these like international days. I always ask this nigga Kimble. This nigga. Nah, it's he got the pronunciation yeah. right. Yeah, nigga. At least he sound like, right. Nigga sound confident when he say it. Nigga. So you just gotta practice it. <laughs> nah, cause nigga, like I saw a saga with So like oh. all these international niggas, so, like, all these names, like I know, like you can say a name, I can tell you the country these niggas is from. Like I really yeah, know these niggas. 
This nigga's a pro evolution expert. <laughs> hey, yo. Yeah. Nah, my number for, uh, 14 is Franz uh, Wagner. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I had uh, Alperin Stingle as well. All right. Uh, let's go for it. I'll pay it real quick. All right. Oh, wait, wait. You go. Go with Franz Wagner because you just talked about it. Uh, oh, yeah. Well, I feel like he'll fit into the, the Spurs system very well. He's a, a shot maker, shot taker, all, all that good stuff. Uh, all you were, you were talking about, Reg. And what was your comparison? Uh, Nicholas Batum. Uh, I don't think he's a shot maker, really, Type that type of player. I feel like he's just like a, somebody that does like a little bit of everything like Nicholas Batum. Like, yeah, yeah. He, he'll play yeah. big, but he's not. And like he could shoot like a little bit. But he shoots like thirty five percent, so he's like a just a well rounded like player. Like does a little bit of yeah. everything. I have seen um, uh, they compare. I see somebody have like Scotty Barnes with a uh, between comparison. I forgot to bring that up. Like I wanted to, I wanted to ask you how you felt about that. Like somebody uh, would have like a Nicholas between comparison with Scotty Barnes. What are you talking about it? But you could, yeah. I'll say, I'll say like for that, I'll probably I wouldn't agree because Nick was too like when he was at his best, he did shoot like 39, yeah. 40% from three. Scotty Barnes is not getting to that. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and look at, like if you just watch Scotty Barnes, you just don't see all right. You'll see a little 40% in Scotty Barnes. Yeah. At least right now. No, I don't think you're gonna get that. Yeah. I just feel like the Justice Winslow probably like Draymond Green is probably like yeah. more of a like version of. Uh for the Spurs, I, I got them taking the Alpine. What Nick? What Kimble? Yeah, Alpine single. Uh, yeah, I got the Spurs taking him at number fourteen. He's a young prospect from where he from? I don't know. Uh, he like Croatia? Uh, he's from Turkey. No, no Turkey. Turkey. Yeah. Alright. So I didn't really like know too much about him, but I started watching like a little bit more like over the weekend, and I noticed that like he knows how to use his body well for his age. He's like six ten. And he has good size at like 240. And he has good footwork and he got touch around the rim. Yeah. Like he's a capable passer out the post and like he makes like good reads, like somebody his age. And he's a good rebounder. And I think like as of right now, that's probably like his most translatable uh skill that he has. I want to see how much rebounds he averaged. No. Oh, he uh I'll see right now. He averaged uh yeah, nine boards. Yeah, he averaged yeah. 12. Yeah, yeah, twenty five and twelve for thirty six. <laughs> yeah, so like nine boards coming in twenty eight minutes, and per thirty six, that's twelve rebounds a game. Yeah, and three assists. I don't know. I feel like this is kind of like a good sign because, like, usually I don't know how good the league he's playing in, but usually you don't see like these type of prospects putting out the numbers that he's doing right now, especially he's like really young. Yeah. So I just feel like him going to San Antonio, you know, an international yeah. play in San Antonio is just like a match made in heaven. Yeah, yeah he's he's gonna be eighteen when he gets drafted. Yeah, I think I him and probably like Kaminga is probably like the two youngest prospects. Yeah. He definitely, yeah. Shit, uh, what's my call? Oh, he's, he's also a good, like a good shot blocker too. Yeah, he's a good shot. And he's a good free throw shooter as well. Like, so that's another good uh, bonus for him. I see somebody compare him to, uh, damn, where was it at? Somebody, I seen they said hey, he compared him to like Tyler, like a Tyler Hansbrough type of guy, like oh, a, a bulkier Tyler Hansbrough. Yeah, I think I I might have heard like some Tyler Hansbrough comparison. I, my comparison for him, I think I put I put Jones down Shunes. Ooh, okay, yeah, okay, that's I'll see it because Valentina's right now is probably like a double double machine, so maybe he could be like the or maybe like well, like a nurse, oh, this cancer or like Nurkic, like somewhere like around like those type of mold, yeah, because he like them, yeah, they're like big, like those big international guys, and he he does seem like he could he's put up 20, like damn, for 36, 25, and 11, yeah, 
That's what I mean. He got that touch around the basket. Yeah. And it looks like he could be a playmaker. This nigga, uh, all right, 36, three steals, two, no, three assists, two steals, and two blocks. So, but his turnovers seems to be something, uh, to look at, like in terms of a downside. But yeah, I'm not gonna lie, just thinking about it. And like five years from now, I wouldn't be surprised if he's probably like one of the best like players in the draft. Yeah, me, me either. Scott. Cause I like when you see him, like you always he's one of those guys that you never hear about, but you always see him in like a lot of like you always gonna see him in a lot of that having the virus. Cause like especially like towards like a few when the year started and shit, I started seeing him. Yeah, because if he could build on this game, like he has aspects that you like kind of want for a big, although he isn't like athletic. That's, yeah, and I, like also I still like to see him like work on his like shooting and probably extended his range. And defensively on the perimeter, I think that nigga is just <laughs> workouts. Why would you? <laughs> yeah, he can't really move it. He doesn't. Yeah, he's not moving his feet like that. Yeah, it's a it's a cookout on that nigga. nigga. <laughs> Y'all got anything else that you want to talk about? I feel like I left a lot of players out though. I think yeah, I, uh, a lot of guys that are here. Uh, but it's only yeah, I left players. At this at this at this last pick, I was contemplating um whatchamacallit, Garuba, him, and Isaiah Jackson. Oh yeah, Isaiah Jackson. Jackson. Like I feel like when I was first doing this, I was like, Isaiah Jackson probably gonna be in my lottery, but after I did it, I was like, damn, this nigga not. Yeah, I yeah. He was like he really just like fall like right out of my shit. Yeah, and Jaden Spurger they also make it Garuba. Or Zaire Williams didn't make it. Yeah, I'm about to say Zaire Williams. I don't know how I feel about him, but I feel like he could. Yeah. Yeah, I thought he could though. Yeah, and, and like another person early on. Remember Greg Brown? Like I, I just can't. I don't know. I just don't see it. Ah, I can't. Right. I couldn't have him there. Greg Brown. That's that be first round. <laughs> yeah, he's first. That yeah. is like a late first round. Word. I thought like in the beginning of the season he's probably gonna be better. Uh, so I feel like his teammate Kyle Jones is probably a better. Problem. Yeah, Kyle. Yeah, he, he was on the, the few I mentioned. Like to like throw the fuck around and been in there. Uh, Josh Giddy, I'm starting. I want to see more. Yeah. Oh yeah, I do. Yeah, I really do miss a Josh Giddy. Uh, any other players? Uh, who are guys? Uh, Jared oh, Butler. I think one player. He's probably not gonna be a lottery pick, but I just feel like one of them like late players that's gonna. I just hope he goes like a good team that he can contribute right away. Is Chris Dorte from uh? Oh, from Oregon. Uh, Oregon. Yeah. Yeah. He burst on his team. Yeah, I think it could shoot and like I just feel like him going to a good team might be a better situation for him. I think he'll be like an impact player right away. Yeah, his he has an incredible field goal percentage. Stick a shot 53, 42, 81. Fuck. Yeah, yeah. He tough. Yeah, uh, his yeah. Shit, Kimball's guy, AO Dosumu. How y'all feel about Sharif Cooper? Does he have any chance to go lottery? Uh, Did y'all have any like did y'all no, think about him that a lot? No, no, no. I, I, I feel like he's top 20. <laughs> I didn't consider him. Yeah, I'm sorry. Nah, I, nah, yeah. If you really look at it, I don't feel like he's going to go over. Like, the guard that's there, I feel like they've been more like, damn, it's like, it's the season he had was, like, tough, but, like, it's weird. Like, he's just, it's just a weird situation. I think uh, I was 20 points and eight assists. Three <laughs> uh, or Trey Man. Oh, Trey Man. Trey Man. I don't have to say Trey Man. I'm, I'm taking Trey Cooper. I think I might take Trey Man. Yeah. Eh, I don't think it's Cooper. Six five, maybe I could create a shot. And <laughs> <laughs> the best part uh, is he's still growing. And on top of that, he like he just grew into this. Like, of course, he was always a shot creator. Like in high yeah, school, this thing is six, five? yeah, five? yeah, he's growing more too. <laughs> yeah, forty percent for three. Hey, yo, yeah, yeah, yeah that's like a Trey Man, yeah, Trey man. solid free throw shooter. 
Josh Christopher or Cam Thomas? Oh, Josh Christopher. Josh Christopher, yeah. I feel like Josh Christopher would bring more to the table than Cam. I feel like Terrence Thomas, you know you're going to score, but, like, like what else, like, kind of, like, pops out in this game? Yeah, that nigga, like, I don't even know. Yeah. But he has a pro back, though. Like, that nigga got the pro, like, skill. Yeah, Williams type guy to me. Yeah. Yeah, I am about to say, like, Malik Monk. Oh, yeah, Malik Monk, what do you mean? Because, uh, how much do you need to? Shit, bro, I don't even know about that. Lot. Guy, that nigga, Malik Monk, was more efficient than that nigga. Yeah, he does, yeah. But I mean, I could like I could see like the like the play type, they like how to get their shots and shit like that, and they got similar builds too. All right, now that we like a couple like weeks of removed from the tournament, y'all think Johnny John, Johnny Juzenga first round pick still? Yo, I was just about to bring this nigga up. I was say like I seen people like I was like damn, I've seen people having the lottery. But what? <laughs> I've seen I've seen Bobby drafts with him a lottery, bro. <laughs> Bro, I've seen him in a lottery to watch that. The closest thing I probably have will go the first round is if he was probably like the last three picks in the first. Yeah, round. I have him late first. Like I have a second round actually. I, was yeah, I have a more of like a second round prospect if I was probably to make my full thirty right now. Yeah, but he's still a nice player though. I ain't go yeah. old and John Drews ain't tough. He's like the most. Well, we we, we talk about this nigga score like the record and shit. Yeah, that was impressive. You're. How you feel about Luke Garza? Uh, I want to ask. I want like I want to ask about two more players. Luke Garza, he probably like a second round pick to me. I yeah, don't, I don't know about him like pro potential wise, but I think it was a tough ass college player. Yeah, Man, yeah. Damn, this nigga yeah. averaged twenty eight and ten for thirty six. Damn, twenty eight and ten. Yeah. Another one I want to ask about also was like what. What's like? What is like Charles Bassey? Like, what is wrong with him? Like, <laughs> what do you mean? What's wrong with him? Like, like, what is? What doesn't he do? Like, I feel like. Yeah, I kind of I see what you're saying. Like, like, because we look at his everything. Like, since he came and shit, like he averaged 18 and 12 this past season. He averaged 21 and 14 and four blocks for 36. And this was 59 and 31 from three. Not like no crazy attempts. He has games he shot like four attempts and shit like that. Five attempts here and there, but like. Like what? Like I never see him like going like nowhere in the first round. Six ten, six seven, three and a half wingspan. He's twenty by the time he gets drafted. Yeah, he's under radar at all. Like all the bids, because I feel like. Oh, you think I see. I kind of see like him being like Mitchell Robinson kind of. Yeah, that's that's not because yeah, I do see like the they which call it. They both have like similar like length and shit like that. Yeah, I feel like. Like I wouldn't be surprised if like three years from now this nigga like go like he goes to like the G League and now he's like contributing off the bench. Yeah. I feel like he probably just went under the radar given the fact that he played at Western Kentucky. So, yeah. He's probably not like like, like players like people are, like probably watching him as much. Yeah, because when you just look at the shit, like right, it was like a lot just pops out. But he doesn't he doesn't play make garage fucking zero point seven assists and his free throw attempt, he doesn't take a lot of free throws it seems, but his like everything else like stands out. Like his his true shooting is for the field goal is like everything, like shit. Yeah, it's looking good. His three point attempt rate too, and he's shooting thirty one percent. Yeah, that's just a building block off there. Because I'm looking yeah. at his, I didn't even know he shot as much threes. As yeah, me team. neither. Like I'm like, damn, this nigga's five threes here. More threes per game than Keon Johnson. Nigga <laughs> <laughs> shot thirty one percent. Yeah, that's like that's crazy. Like eighteen, bro, eighteen, twelve, three blocks, and he could maybe like stretch the floor a little. He probably. I'll say he's probably like the fourth best center in their class. I'll probably put uh, 
Evan Mobley is number one. Number two, uh, what's his name, Kimball? Stengel. And Al Perry Stengel. <laughs> He's number two. Dave Ross Sharp is number three. Yeah. I'll probably have him four. Hmm. Yo, and nah, that nigga from Utah State might be. Oh, Nemus Kato? Yeah, I, I see him. Punch. <laughs> <laughs> nah, and you know, he, you know what kind of like when I look at his stats and shit like that, you know, it reminds me of him flying under radar. Huh. And me, you told me you talked about this. Remember Brandon McCoy? Oh yeah, I really, I just don't know what happened because, like, I don't really don't understand. Like, that's crazy. Like, and it's, the numbers are kind of similar. Like, in the way, and they're like, like just looking at it, it's like all similarish. Maybe like I even watched Brandon McCoy in fucking in college to be honest. Shit. Even I, like, I tried like searching up his fucking highlights, you couldn't even find that shit on YouTube. So hey, I'm like, if you can, because I think that's one of the reason why Christian would play with him. And I was surprised we went on drafted two. I, I remember on the one two punch spot, like on the old, old one, like I was talking about, like man, like this nigga is like nobody, like which call it? How did this nigga on like on drafted one? Like he been like putting up numbers in college and shit. Uh, Chris Wood, and then he had this nigga with him too. So it's just like I'm, I don't know. Maybe like niggas need to pay attention to more comments and shit. Maybe niggas need to stop going to UNLV. That's <laughs> 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 sound like to me, nigga. Because remember Rashawn, I'm not. All right, we got. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kill about to start reminiscing about all the prospects that stopped. Yeah, all right, that's the three man breakdown. I hope y'all enjoyed episode 25. I'm still yeah. Jay's thing. What am I doing? <laughs> if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please give us a five star rate, review, all that shit on Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts. Uh, you can even watch it on Anchor. Anywhere podcasts are available, you can see our faces, my nigga. So you might as well go tune in. Go tell your mother to tell your brother to tell your sister to tell your cousin. <laughs> and your uncle. Yeah, all of them. Nigga. And you tune in. I told your pops, too. Yeah, for <laughs> beat that nigga ass. And your barber. Before I fuck your shit up next time. Yeah, you. And your doctor, uh, yeah, nigga. For the next time you come in here, you gonna have cancer, nigga. Yeah, there you go. And your dentist, nigga. If you want teeth, yeah, Stay nigga. Next time you go in there, we pull all your shits out, God. Nigga, I'm knocking those shits out. I have enough. This is the three break. Oh my god, I can't even talk. This is the three man breakdown, and we'll fuck with y'all niggas later. Yes. <laughs> no.